Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. not yelling today. I did. I made a fart sound. Okay, well, having some vocal issues. Yes, I'm saving my voice. I had to yell a lot uh, on a commercial shoot yesterday, so I'm trying to save my smooth, mm. throaty, Conway mm. Twitty purr for precious moments. So let's not say, you know, we're not going to say what the commercial was, but it's going to air in a very prime spot. Yes, a coveted... Super Bowl halftime uh, commercial. Oh, a Super Bowl halftime commercial. Wow. That'll be two years in a row for you. Two years in a row, and we got to get five. I got three pre's, a halftime, and a post game. Nice. We shot. I've had a busy week. Man. It's not even going to be about the game anymore. It's going to be about Rafe's commercials. Well, here's <clears throat> last year, Chiefs were down. Things were looking bleak in the first half. My commercial came on at halftime. They came out after halftime and everything turned around. Yeah, that was the Jim Butler powerhouse commercial. That's correct. Okay. Now, am I the twelfth man on the roster? Some would say yes. So most would say no. Most 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 would say no. Ninety nine point nine percent would say no. Most would say stop it. But point zero zero one percent me would say yeah. Is the uh, is the Chiefs game the late game? No, they're the early game. The early game. The early game Sunday. Early. That way, I will either be able to enjoy the late game or not be able to enjoy anything at all. Do we have it? What, what time does that start? Two uh, thirty, I believe. Two thirty. Are they going to play? Okay, so the game's going to start when it's daytime, which I don't like. Why? I feel like the 
AFC-NFC championship game should be played at night. I don't know why. I just feel like that should be a thing. That's your preference? That's no. my preference. It doesn't bother me. It bothers me. I kind of don't like that football's on during the day all season long, and then it's all of a sudden at night in the playoffs. That bothers me. It's kind of weird like the, that they throw it around like that. I feel like the night games are more meaningful. Oh, I'm sorry. Three, uh, nah. 3 p.m. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. I like football. Okay, so, but they're in that. Baltimore, so it'll be 3 o'clock, so maybe half of the game will be, or maybe at least one of the quarters will be at dusk. Yeah, it says it says the broadcast is at 2 central, but I think the game's at 2.30. I kept reading that it was 2.30 in my Either way, I'm looking forward to reports it. here. Learn, are you going to have people over at your house? Your it's, husband uh, yeah. planning on a big uh, Chiefs blowout? Of course he is. Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what's happening. The guy's coming over? Last weekend, I made a really cool charcuterie board, and uh, our nice. friends came over with their kids and left at halftime, and that was the party. So, you know, things have changed. They left at halftime? Well, they got little babies. Oh. You know? So. Stupid kids. And then everything. I went to bed. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Stupid kids ruin Stupid everything. Kids. No, they're the best. <laughs> they're the cutest. They're listening. Little cow's listening right now. So. Do you want to start off with a uh, with a romantic story? Yes. A yeah. romantic story that's making the rounds, and it happened right here in our fair city. This is about me and my wife? No. Mm. I'm having people over for the game. Are you really? Uh, yeah, actually. We're, we're doing a big birthday dinner for my daughter. Okay, so it's family. Yeah, but it's, like, perfect. Because then, you know, they're not going to feel like they have to stay for the game. But if they want to, they will. You know, I'm going to be over there in my Chiefs gear. And like which daughter? Like how old is she turning? She is turning, uh, let me think, uh, 23. Is she a football fan? So is it going to be so. uh, focus on me, not the game? Oh, no, it's just going to be fun. We're just having like a dinner. I mean, it's like a perfect, it's a perfect okay. start. If it starts at 2.30, it's going to be great because I'm going to be all kind of stressed out and groove, and then I can kind of calm down mm. and hang out with family. And right. Enjoy the dips and the dinner. Yeah. Football's all about the dips. It is for me, man. Love the dips. Big time. You going to do a Rotel and Velveeta? Uh, you know, man, ain't nothing wrong with that, by the way. Let's not crap on that. Yeah, absolutely not. So like, I'll say I want that, and my and my wife be like, ew. No. You know what? You could ill somewhere else. It's a staple. No, we we dig that, but you know what? That's become that's become like a holiday thing because that was something that my uncle always brought over, and he put uh, you know whatever it was sausage or something. I don't know what he put in you there. You could put sausage. You could put it's so he, customizable. Yeah, he has like his thing, and it would be, and he would bring it three hours away, you know, from from Shelbina. He'd in bring the crockpot. <laughs> yes, in the crockpot, <laughs> and we heat it up, and it was like our holiday thing. So. I try to steer clear of that because it is a special family Christmas. I remember thing. the first time I had that was was here in St. Louis. I think I was at, I may have been at Tommy the Boss's house. Really? Oh, was that for a... It was like a Mardi Gras thing. This no. was a long time ago. The... A long time ago. When Tommy used to live in Soulard, oh, and he would okay. have people oh, over dang. his house in Mardi Gras. I'll say, because I think I had that at his place at the Kentucky Derby uh, He party. used to, well, he used to have big blowout because his, uh, yeah, his house was in Soulard. Like right in the thick of things, so you go to Tommy's house in Mardi Gras, and there were a, just a just a row of crockpots. That's awesome, man! A row of crockpots, and I'm going down the line. I go, oh, okay, what do we got here? We got little Smokies and barbecue sauce. All right, okay, all right. Have one of those. Grab me a toothpick. You know, toothpick one of those. And you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hopefully, they, hopefully they're the ones with little cheddar inside them. I don't remember what this was so long ago. This was 15. Before they invented cheddar. Probably. Yeah, they didn't That's have a nice surprise in the barbecue. They go, oh, smoky crock pot. <laughs> it, was long, it was a long time ago. Uh, and then we get to the crock pot, uh, and there's chips next to it. 
I go, what have we got here? I open it up. It's just your straight, like, cheese dip. Mm-hmm. So I grab me a ladle of that, put it on, put it in the bowl. And it was one of those I got to sit down moments. <laughs> <laughs> like I had it. I, oh, my God. And I, I said, who, who made this? Who made this? <laughs> I must have the family recipe. I must have this. All right, well, you know what it is. I bought a giant block of Velveeta yeah. and a can of Rotel cheese. That's mm-hmm. it. And that's it. Yep. Go, that's it? Delicious. Where is it? Where has this been my entire life? <laughs> my friend Claire would make it for every like Halloween party we would have. And we would we would come to expect it. And we and we're idiots too. We're like, we don't know that it's on the back of the Velveeta packaging and the Rotel can. It's all there. It's all there. And she can't she would come in like a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there's Stacey's same for famous my uncle. dip. Yeah. Dude, same for my uncle. He did it for for years and I would always be like, You bring your your dip? And he's like, Yep. And you know Your famous he, dip. He, he's he's never gonna correct me. He'd be like, Yep. And then at one point, probably about six, seven years ago, my wife goes, You know that's just rotel dip or whatever. And I, and I go, <laughs> It is? What, what do you mean? And she goes, it's literally on the box. Like, people have been making this for decades. I went, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> talk about my uncle like that. <laughs> yeah. no, but I was like, well, I like it. And it does have like a holiday thing. Whether it's ha- Halloween or Christmas or something, you start thinking of that flavor just before the holiday. And that's why I want to just leave it there. Super Bowl needs its own things. I got my own dips there. Yeah, I, thought it was, I thought it was some magical. That's a Super Bowl dip to me. That's yep. the perfect Super Bowl. Dip. It seems like a dip that can roll out quite often. I you can add and you were right, you can add like I think my uncle put his take on it was like to take a bunch of Italian sausage and cook it up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, just little sausage That's crumbles my, in there. That's my uncle does. Put some sausage crumbles in, make it then it's then it's not the then it's theirs. If yeah. they add like one thing yeah, to yeah. it, then it becomes like this is my secret recipe. Oh, he adds Chorizo. a few things. And it's and Chorizo. it's Chorizo. Yeah. work in there too. Salsa man. In there. And yeah, it's a call. meal. That'd probably be better. I think he puts like the uh, like paste piccani or whatever. That's fine like that. too. He's got a bunch of stuff in yeah. there. All I know is it's a meal, and that's it why I say, I say I have to leave it at one, maybe two holidays because I overeat it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, come on, man. I'm probably I packing four thousand calories time, of that stuff. I thought that first time, like, somebody was in a in in like a like a kitchen with the apron on, oh. working all night on this thing. <laughs> they chopped up fresh veggies. Right. I'd never heard of it. I'd never heard of Rotel. I knew a Velveeta. What's right. the best chip for the Rotel dip? Scoot? Honestly, the Ooh. Melba toasts, right? The what? Oh, yeah, the little rye that, chips? The little rye chips, though. Yeah. But if there's, like, yeah. meat If there's, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I would just do, like, a scoop. Like, yeah. a, like a Frito scoop? You have to have yeah. something with some, some real, like, rigidity to it. Because yeah. the, my new favorite chip is the... Um, those, those little party round Tostitos. Yeah, those break. are good. Oh, they're great, but they break. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You I, but you got to just dip down. Yeah, you can dip down. And just yeah, but I, like to, I, like, I don't like a dip down. I like to, I like to Give do... Give me a diving board. Yeah. I like to pretend like I'm flying one of those seaplanes to put out wildfires and just, like, scoop up some... <laughs> scooping up some of the lake to go drop on a wildfire. This is my new favorite chip. My father-in-law had yeah. it. Oh, I've been dude. buying it ever since. Oh, on the borders. It's the on the borders. Are they thin? Whoa, 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 whoa. No. There are no, different types, though. Textures. On the border cafe style yeah. is my favorite. Problem is, that would never handle a Rotel. They're, they're a little crumbly, but they are th- they are thick, but mm. a little crumbly. Mm. And then you start playing a game of like, now I've got chips. That's all we get. But you have now to I get cafe borders. style. Do not make the mistake of getting something else and expecting no, cafe don't style. Get... They taste totally different. It's a different salt complexity. It's all, all different. Right. Yeah. On the corn. Blue corn's got some good thickness. I went to Deerberg's the other day, and Rosalita's over here. 
off of uh, Manchester. Too thin. They're too thin, but I love them, Dude, man. And I got their so queso. <laughs> they melt too in your thin. mouth. Too they're thin. like a wafer. You could cut your mouth with those. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can shake somebody big time. <laughs> those do taste phenomenal. You can write the oh, Declaration so of Independence yeah. on those. They're parchment. That's the problem, because then you start playing the game. If you got a thick dip at T-H-I-C-C, you... You start losing chips, man. You start losing shards, and then you're like, I'll, "I got to get this chip to get this chip out and to excavate a chip." And you just start. It's like everybody's going down the well. Yeah. Next thing you know, you've lost thirty miners. Shout out to everybody's uh, thick dip. Thick dip. Yeah, thick dip. Uh, another variation of the Rotel and Velveeta dip is somebody cut up White Castle burgers. Whoa! Oh, what do you mean? Oh, cut that them is up? fancy. It's disgusting. Oh, how <laughs> is that disgusting? Why would they cut them up? Just dip the bur- just dip no, the No, no, you just cut in. them up and you put them in there. Oh, that like with the bread cool. or just the burger those patty? Liver, those onion-soaked <laughs> liver burgers, gross. But have you put cheese on your White Castle burgers? It's pretty yummy. I mean, is that what it tastes like? Just take a White Castle burger? It has uh, to like overwhelm the dip. What are the, no, what are this the is good because like no, after I that. had diarrhea instantly. <laughs> this is actually a good combo because uh, you have Riz the brought his diarrhea dip. <laughs> your you body can't the figure cheese out that what that blocks you know blocks you, and then you have White Castle that loosens everything up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah you're right, Riz, you're right. Riz brought his colon There's... blow dip that everybody really looks forward <laughs> no, to every Super Bowl. That's the stool softener. He's, it's, yeah. Scott's right. This is a nice combo. It's kind of a uh, that dip. Your body does not know what to do with this. Yeah, that should be called. Yeah, that's Parliament dip. It's like there's just a big argument between the House of Commons and the House of Lords happening in your belly. And you're just like, what What does he want from us? Do you want diarrhea or do you not want to poop for nine days? Make a choice, man. We want it to you neutralize can't have it itself. Yes, you can't right. have your cake and eat it, too. That's right. Riz's Parliament dip. Nah, you're swinging away one way and then you're bringing it back to the middle. <laughs> I think it's yeah, a great you idea. You a, a sack of castles and you make a giant... Crock pot full of the Velveeta Rotel dip. Yeah. You cut up the White Castles, you throw it in there. With the bread and everything. Whatever, everything. And yeah, then you never leave dip. the bathroom for days that after that. So or you good. never go. What's, I mean, what is wrong with that? Castle dip. I like it. Riz's castle dip. I'll bet you there's a recipe like that. Hang on. Congress dip. There's got to be. It's disgusting. What's crack dip? That's a sweet dip, isn't it? That's just so you sprinkle crack into Rotel. <laughs> hey, by the way. Yeah, that's Rotel and crack. You put that's a little right. bit of crack cocaine. Hey, who are you, by the way, if you're actually, like, presenting this? Look at this. I look up, like, Rotel dip and people present this. Listen, you ain't from Missouri if you're eating this stuff out of a bowl. You no, have to eat it straight out of the crock pot or straight yeah. out of the pan. Like, look at the, I mean, this presentation looks great. Just so you know. Mine doesn't look like this. My family's does not look like this. It looks like a total mess, like something exploded inside of a, cock, uh, a, a crock pot, and it is n- nasty looking. This says, but a hero in the uh, in the moment. Here's White Castle dip, just a pinch recipes. Okay, crack dip here. Also, it says is amazing dip for parties or game day. Creamy cheese base, loads of bacon and cheddar, seasoned with ranch seasoning. Yeah, that's it. That's it? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I've had that. That's excellent. Wait, so this is something that's supposed to taste like White Castle but doesn't involve White Castle. Three, oh, so that's something that tastes like White Castle, but... Three-pound Velveeta-type cheese, cream of mushroom soup, onion soup mix, ground beef, browned and drained. No, I want to know with cut-up White Castle in there. I'm not finding it here, man. You need to patent this. Hang on. That's called white trash dip. Dip <laughs> with cut-up White Castles. That's what I put in, man. Spicy white castle dip? No. I may have just invented something. Yep. This is something 
needs to go in the the Riz cookbook. <laughs> I may have just yeah. been. I'm adding it to the list. So you're just gonna like you take the bread off a crave case and just throw all the patties in, chop them up. Is that? No, he's a, he's a bread. I, I said bread and all. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing. What do you yeah. mean? Oh, Why not? That's, what? that's what I'm there for. You're putting bread into a soggy cheese dip. Why not? Yeah. So you're gonna have wet bread. It's on already top wet. Of... Oh, wet bread. Yeah, White Castle's already wet. Yeah, wet bread. That's what I'm there for. <laughs> Everything's already steamed. Oh, baby. Yeah. That's what we need. Uh, oh. know, man. Uh, Lee says donkey chips are the best chips for Rotel Tip. Don donkey chips are good. Donkey. Yep. Donkey. It's in the red bag, red or green bag. I we get the red bag. Oh, those yeah, because they're super thick. Yeah, those are very good. Hmm. Very good. Unsalted, Never authentic, or uh, or the I usually get the authentics. The donkey chips. Those are I'll good. Take some thick. blue diamond. That might be dog food. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Blue diamond dog food. Or is that blue buffalo? Yeah. I thought blue diamond. Blue diamonds are uh, almonds. Corn. I thought they made. Oh, the, you're right. It's... I thought they made corn like. Ah, blue diamond chips. They got some nice. Nope, those are nuts. Those are nuts. Those are nuts. Yep. Yeah, nuts. Nut chips. I thought. Corn, or listen, if we take the if we take the buns off the burgers, that could work too. I thought that's what you meant. You like, just thought, you just want to throw a whole crepe with the case pickle in a and everything. Pot. I would cut them up. Oh well, it's still going to be soggy. I would quarter man. each burger. And then throw it in there and just have it all kind of uh, combine. This is a great dinner. <sighs> it's like now a health food. It just was going to be very poor health. Now it's really high. Oh, nobody's thinking of health food if uh, at the at the Super Bowl or. Well, if you put Whitey White Castle in there, it's really you know like a benefit. That's a blessing. You guys had these That's a yummy the Sietes. Yeah, those are terrible. Mind them. We, uh, I think they're great. Those they're like they taste like uh, they taste like cardboard. What are those? No, they're healthy. Jeez. If you get the they're one healthy that, chips, get the, the fresh hell out of here. salsa My wife with that. Those. That's yeah, a good yeah. combo. Fresh salsa, My wife fresh salsa. salsa. Not not good with the cheese. She's the only one. Thirty five bucks. Say what? Those chips are thirty five dollars. Tortillas. Uh, that must be a box, right? Some of that. I would think. Anyway, I want to get to this romantic story. Oh, go. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You, I thought we were talking about it with the the, with the dips. <laughs> dips. Yeah. I was excited, yes, but yeah. in, not, in a not romantic way, though. All right. So, again, this is making the national rounds, and this is a story out of uh, Baldwin, Missouri. Okay. Whoa. Headline, husband surprises wife with $100,000 scratcher's prize. And this is from the Missouri Lottery website. Again, I read this on a national site, and I go, ooh, St. Louis, ooh. man. Oh, okay. So a longtime $100 million cash bonanza scratchers player in St. Louis County won a $100,000 prize on a ticket he decided to go in and buy while driving by Schnooks on Manchester and Baldwin. I'm trying to think what Schnooks that is. It's right there by the uh, Walgreens, by the Joanne Fabric and the Buffalo Wild Wings. Chester Baldwin. Okay, trying to picture it in my head. This guy says he's been playing that ticket for a while. He goes, this time, I'd have a little fun with the uh, with the purchase. So usually, this guy would take the tickets home and let his wife scratch the tickets off. Mm -hmm. This time, he decided to just, I guess if you buy one of those scratchers, you can just scan the barcode to see if you won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no fun. Which kind of takes the fun out of it. Right, scratchy lotteries are the best. I'm, a, I'm assuming at some point 
You get to just you get to where there is no fun. No more games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm done here. I'm uh, done thanks for, for your money. If you thanks have for a problem. Money. Here's some money. Thank you for your money. Thank you for your money. Here's like, some money. A lot of people are also like the crossword ones. <clears throat> Excuse me, the crossword ones and stuff like that. My grandma's always worried she missed a word or something. Yeah, but you play the game. Yeah, I agree. And you, oh, like you, that's you, the fun of the saying, scratchers. You play the game. You're saying you still scan the ones still that you just assume that you lost, yeah. but you attempt to play the game at least. Not just scan. And move on. Right. So you have the ability to take the scratcher. And some of these places have the actual scanners there where you can just scan. Hmm. So the guy will take a, you know, them off the roll and he just scan them. What fun is that? I, I agree. I think if you just scan and you got a problem. <laughs> if you get to the point of just scanning the tickets, right, you got a problem. Yeah. Because it's no more fun. It's now you're, I need now to you're win some money. <laughs> now you're chasing. Now you're exactly. chasing. So this guy, he scratched off the ticket's barcode, um, left the play area on this unrevealed. And he scanned it, realized he won $100,000. What? Yeah, 100000 bucks. So he didn't jump around. He didn't make a scene. He brought the ticket home, didn't tell his wife, just so she could scratch it. So she could have the feeling That's of so winning hundred thousand. That's awesome. So cool. <laughs> oh my god, damn! That's probably, the sweetest thing I've ever he's heard. He's probably sweating now. <laughs> giving to him, going, "Hey, go ahead and scratch." He said this. he played it cool, man. Be, be very careful. Yeah, just be very careful, though. We never know. I, I've got a really good feeling. What if she's like was, wanting a divorce? <clears throat> scratches exactly, it is like, exactly what I well, I scratched it. I'm taking all this money and I'm leaving. No, I'm imagining her going, ah, not a winner, and then throwing it out. It's, you know, ripping uh, it, it up. because yeah. she played <laughs> wrong. I was here's imagining him giving her legal. He goes, here's a ticket, and also legal argument that you are the official owner of this hundred thousand dollars. And then if she did want to, if she did fly town, he'd feel like a real fool. Hopefully That's a really cynical way. Would you like to scratch my ticket? Here, sign this first. Yeah, yes. sign this uh, India. So I decided to trick my wife. I left it unscratched and left it for her. She scratched it off and about broke my neck, grabbing my neck, screaming so hard. <laughs> so, no, so he knew he, they, you know, this was the winning ticket, a winning ticket, and let her just have the feeling. That's so sweet. Of scratching off and winning $100,000. I thought that was one of the sweetest things I've ever read. Very cool. Everybody wants this for Valentine's Day. This experience. I would love this experience for Valentine's Day. How can I make this? My wife's birthday is coming up in a week. <laughs> Man. You feel, should do this. I'm feeling, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go get 20 scratchy lotteries and, and, and scan them, and then maybe one will be like $15. Get and her let a her fake have one. that moment. That happened to Jeff once. Jeff, Jeff <laughs> used to tell the story of uh, another radio personality having fake lotto tickets. And him and Julia, I think, had just gotten married. Maybe they, they just yeah. had the first kid. Yep. Yep. And it was a $10,000 winner, and the guy didn't tell him <sighs> Damn. for a day. Oh, man. Man, he that pat, is hilarious. passed him out, and they all scratched him on air. And then... Was Jeff the only one unaware? I think it was something Jeff, like that. Well, Jeff was the only one that got the fake winner, I think. It was but a called, joke on Jeff. Called sure. Julia and went, Oh! Oh, babe. Oh, the time's a turn. <laughs> Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> Things are looking Everything's up. Everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> Immediately went and bought a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was not like li it was life changing money for a new couple with a baby. Yeah, well, heck, oh yeah, you know, 10, 15 grand. And go, man, it's all right. Everything's gonna be cool. That's funny. I mean, it's not we're on easy street, but and then come to find out, 
I think the guy said, turn the ticket over. And I was like, this is a novelty item. <laughs> oh. He's like, but I told my wife, ah, okay, joke's on you. Ah. I thought that was a nice, nice little story. Yeah, it's really cute. That's cute. Cool. Yeah, I don't know anything about the couple. I know, you know, again, it's a it's a Baldwin, it's a Baldwin story. They're gonna have a heck of a Valentine's Day. Yeah, I need to find out if we're kin. So something, listen, something nice mm-hmm. from the area, something not so nice. Got some details on that hostage situation from yesterday. Did you did you read all about it? I didn't. Re- I saw that they got the guy in custody. Yeah, what a mess. Out on a stretcher, right? They what a mess. Him out. Yeah. So yesterday while we were on the air, we were watching kind of this thing unfold downtown at the Drury. Uh, there was a hostage situation. A uh, man arrested Wednesday evening after holding a woman hostage for almost 12 hours. And her kids, right? 43-year-old guy uh, also held two kids, a 6-year-old and an 8-year-old. <clears throat> they were hostages for about an hour at the beginning of the standoff before letting them go. So he eventually surrendered to the police. So this started all after just after 5 a.m. Inside a room at the Drury, the Drury Plaza Hotel on 4th and Market, right next to the Gateway Arch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of the kids, so I'm assuming the eight-year-old, called the cops and said, hey, we're locked in the, in the bathroom. Um, this guy is fighting with my mom. Terrifying. Whoa. God. Good on the eight-year-old, man. Yeah. I'm assuming it's, eight, it's either the six or eight-year-old. I don't know. I'm Doesn't assuming matter. it's eight-year-old. Good, good on the kid, man. There's a lot of people well, who get so paralyzed by fear they wouldn't do that as, as an adult. Mm-hmm. So the kids are in the bathroom. The guy is fighting with the mom out in the room. The guy eventually got the phone from the kid, told police, I got a gun. <laughs> Nearby hotel rooms are evacuated. The kids, he let the kids go about an hour and 15 minutes later. Police remained on the scene for hours negotiating with the man. Uh, officers, including from the FBI, you know, cordoned off the area. There were snipers. So it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. SWAT team. Hostage negotiators got the woman free just after 3.30. The guy surrendered to police about an hour later. Uh, he was taken out on a stretcher, taken to a hospital for a uh, psychological evaluation. Police said they're not giving much detail on the guy. Uh, police say all four of the people live in the St. Louis area. Uh, Channel 5 says the guy has a history of violence, uh, including a carjacking in St. Louis County a couple years ago. Um they had called his relatives to come help with the negotiations. But they're not releasing any other detail about the guy. Hmm. I was curious if they were going to gas them out, like if they could get one of those gasser things in there and gas, I mean, unfortunately, not, both of them. It's not a house. Right, it's a hotel. It's a hotel, so I, I'm sure that's a bit of a different... Uh, now they use robots, like oh, you yeah. see now, they use robots to go in for these, you know, these standoffs. They'll have a robot go right through the front door and either deliver like a gas canister or whatever. Yeah. Whatever negotiating tactic they try to use. But thank God it was a, it wound up being a happy ending. Yeah. Well, yeah. happy is not the word, but an ending without anybody. Not tragic. Not tragic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man, those are, that, that that's going to be the scenario. That they'll first use those robots. I don't know if you saw those uh, the thing yesterday. Um, I forget which company. It's not Boston Dynamics, but it's, it's one of those that's doing all the robot stuff and all the AI, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and dude, the robot that they just came out with. Oh. That that they that they're like teaching to run. Like they're figuring out oh, the, me- yeah. the mechanics of yeah, the human we saw run. This yesterday. Right. And they, uh, god dang man, it is Terminator. Like it looks. I mean, they, I don't know if they're doing that on purpose, but it looks 
just like Terminator. It's a humanoid. Yeah. So imagine, Man. imagine you know, you're doing something stupid, and you're you're in a house, you're all barred up, and you're negotiating with police, and all of a sudden, bam, the door goes down, and the Terminator's there. Goes, hey, you should come outside. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be the first perfect use for those types of robots because they are terrifying looking. And, uh, man, I, I can imagine that would be a heck of a weapon for a police department to use. Well, a, people are saying this guy had PTSD. Mm. It, it, listen, it wound up being not a tragic ending. Right. And he's at a hospital for a psych evaluation. I don't know, you know, charges or anything. But, again, they brought the guy's family in. To negotiate. But these robots are using now to, to do these hostage negotiations or, you know, if there's a standoff. They look like little tanks with, like, a battering ram. Or at least some of them do, the ones I saw. They'll go right through the front door. Yeah. They're, like, early Johnny Five uh, yeah. looking gas. <clears throat> yeah, we're there, guys. It seems like gas would be a risky maneuver if someone had a weapon. Because it's not instantaneous. You know, if they had... Intentions, and gas starts coming under the door. It's like, yeah, you don't want to egg them on. Yeah, it's a risk. Yeah, it's definitely a risk. Yeah, that that's not a job for me. You have to have a special kind of uh, mindset to be a hostage sure. negotiator. For sure. Man, it's interesting the approaches that all these companies are taking. One, one's taking a, a, an approach where. The humanoid stuff. I mean, it looks just like the Terminator. The next one's taking like the Sunny from uh, iRobot. So like the one that like Tesla's invested in and all that, yeah. you know, it's, it's they're they're trying to make it look like like that real sleek white, almost like an Apple robot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then there's others that are doing animals, and there's one that's like a tarantula. Yeah, I don't so, like those. Yeah, so there's either a tarantula knocking down your door, or 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 a dog Arnold. looking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Arnold. Yeah. Would what you rather the Tesla look, one's kind of hot? Yeah. Would you rather it look nice? Because the Tesla one looks like you know I could probably beat him. <laughs> and uh, knock him down. But the other one, would you already do you want him to be terrified? No, I want ones that look like, you know, when Skynet becomes aware. <clears throat> the Tesla like the Terminator. look like Westworld. Yeah. Like the yeah. drones right, on yeah, Westworld. Yeah, yeah. Broad shoulders. Yeah. Right on. Um, speaking of hotels, <laughs> and we told Rafe, uh, you know, we'd stay at a hotel in between, you know, over Saturday into, into uh, I'm sorry, Sunday into Monday because the ice That's door. That's romantic. Uh, Rafe used the coffee maker, gross. <laughs> I didn't drink it. Told you that. Yeah, but you had intentions to drink it. If it did, you sip it. Maybe you drank it. You put your lips and and to, to whatever coffee cup it was, and the liquid I stayed in the sweet. The liquid that came out of the coffee. Only maker. civilized people can stay in a dreary sweet. He's right. I'm safe. And you said, "Eh, it's fine. It's dreary sweet. Everything's all good." <laughs> and you've used. Uh, have we all used the iron at a hotel? Probably. Um, I don't know. Well, let me ruin that for you, PP. What, are people putting it on their ass or something? What can one do with an iron? No, no, no. Putting it on their ass. I don't know. What's going to happen? It's some kind of kinky, you know, burn fetish. Yeah. Ooh. The next time you're at a hotel and you need to use the iron, oh, man, my shirt's wrinkled, you might want to give the iron an inspection first. So a guy who runs a travel blog called God Save the Point says you should always give the iron in the hotel room a good once-over, especially if it's a cheap place that doesn't have in-room microwaves. Can anybody tell me why? Oh, grilled cheese. Grilled cheeses. No. People are reheating pizza. <laughs> That's brilliant, dude. Yes. I wanna, I'm not going to try that. 
That doesn't think, bother me I don't at all. Think about trying that. That is <laughs> it is designed for pizza. You're right. I'm saying ooh because they're eating the pizza where people have like gotten their you know their shirt dandruff yeah, all over wash the iron. Like you can wash the metal off. I yeah. don't know, man. Yo, that's pretty. That's hilarious. That's pretty uh, innovative. <laughs> Good yeah. for it's because her. more people than you think <laughs> use those irons to heat up leftover pizza. And more ma- people than I think is one. Yeah, and it, it, makes, <laughs> it makes sense. He said. He says it's a popular hack among pilots. That is awesome. So pilots who have to stay overnight, or you know, they put them up in a cheap hotel or any hotel. We'll use the iron to heat up pizza. If I could remember that I have pizza in the fridge in the morning, because I told you I donate so much food to hotels because I can never remember. I always go, oh, look, I got a, I got a nice wrap. I'm only going to eat half of it tonight. I'll eat the rest of it for breakfast tomorrow before I go to the airport. Always forget it, always. But if I remember next time, if I remember that there's pizza in there, you may try it. And this guy, this guy makes a point to say that be careful, even more careful, if your hotel is near an airport. Because chances are a pilot has stayed in your room and has used your iron that you're going to put to iron your white shirt because mm-hmm. you have a wedding to go to. He has used that iron to heat up pizza. Hey, man, your your wow. iron is my hot plate. This is one of those things I'm just shocked. It's not more common knowledge. Yeah, dude. How, how, how did I miss how this? How have I not seen this viral video in 2001? I don't know. It says at least... A, if you need it, just at least take a good look at it before you use it on your nice white shirt. Man, you might get lucky and find a pizza on it. Or at least test it on, you know, one of the hotel towels first. At least there's no, like, leftover pizza grease. I mean, a public iron, you're kind of used to wiping that down anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, you would you would wipe that down anyway. With, of, with something, even if it's just a, with the rag. Have. I mean, the, the rare times that I've used it, I think I've just put water on it and just done it. Hmm. I think I'm like the toilet seat. I just love to sit down and see if it's clean or not. You know, the only you don't time check I... first. Yeah, you, you got the right little holes. You know, you got the little holes. Yeah, and iron like that. And then you get, you know, you get grease up there. Mm-hmm. Probably the only yeah. time I've done it is on like a vacation or something, um, where you go into like a nice dinner. You know, maybe you brought one shirt for the the nice dinner out with the wife. Right, and now you got grease on it. But you're supposed to do the, you know, you put your clothes in the bathroom when you take a shower. That way it. Oh, the steam? Steam hits it, yeah. And that's the trick. I'm just trying to think of when I would have used an iron. I mean, a hot plate. But man, this is a neat idea. It's brilliant. I love it. Good somebody job, just, pilots. Somebody just sent us a recipe for spicy White Castle dip. Cool. We may have to try this. I'm in. Here we go. Ten White Castle sliders. Nine ounces of hot pepper jack cheese. Chunked. Oh, yeah. Dang. Three packets of White Castle Dusseldorf mustard. I don't know what that is. <laughs> But fine. One eight-ounce package of cream cheese. Two-thirds cup of milk. One-half onion. Finely chopped. Two tablespoons parsley flakes. Mix cream cheese and mustard together. Spread it on the bottom of a large, shallow serving dish. Spread onions evenly on top of mixture. Put burgers in food processor until blended and spread evenly over onions. I don't want to know what that looks like. Uh, Delicious. White Castle burgers in a blender. Yeah, well, if awesome. you see a picture of it, it looks pretty good. Hey, we're leaving the pickles and things on there, right? Oh, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, cut cheese into chunks, add milk and melt in microwave for one to two minutes, stir until creamy, pour cheese mixture over slider, spread parsley flakes on top, heat for three to four minutes on high in microwave for 20 min- or 20 minutes in the oven, serve with a large bag of tortilla chips. Hey, everybody. You tell me you're not going to have that? Everybody yeah, says good. that this mustard mm. is pretty good. It has uh, like <laughs> a unique zesty kick. 
<laughs> it's the White Castle mustard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I'd pass away. You can use it in dips, spreads, marinades. It's a particular mustard that adds a zesty kick to any dish. You pass away because you're like, I can't taste anything better than this. That's it. It's over. Mm-hmm. No, dude, I, the, the onions would destroy. Oh, you're, oh, yeah, you're not an onion guy. I love them. <laughs> yeah, but they kill you. They, they would kill you. They would destroy me, especially White Castle, dude. Like, you can say no onions at White Castle, and they're like, well, we cooked this on a pyramid of onions, so you're still getting onions. Whether yeah. You're getting the juices or you're getting the, getting the, the straight diced. They're everywhere. Yeah, you can't get. Yeah, I can't get away from them. It's like yeah. sand on a beach in White Castle. I think you can't the get White away from it. Castle is made of onions. I think the white's what makes them white. <laughs> it's just onions stacked into concrete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brent saying, "Who who knew pilots ate so much pizza? Apparently, they're the ones that <laughs> leading to the high average pizza slices consumed per year." <clears throat> what well, goes good with booze? I got a buddy who's a pilot, and he, uh, you know, he flies private planes, and. Um, so when he's on an assignment, he, you know, flies out of either Spirit or somewhere and then goes to wherever his client has to go, and then he's got to stay there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got to stay there for however long. Could be a day or could be two days. And he's just put up in a hotel. Eating pizza. Ironing eating, pizza. You know, eating, you know, takeout. Ironing pizzas. <laughs> i got to ask him about this hack. Yeah, you should. He's yeah. ironing pizzas, and then he's, you know, basically, you know, hey, we're ready to go back, and he's on call. The Iron Chef. But is, okay, so on the pizza tip, is Friday pizza night for your family? Yes, because it's movie night for our, for our family. We do a family Friday um, movie nah, night. We just have it anytime. With pizza. We're, we're what are we, we're dinks. We, um, double income. No, no kids. kids. No kids, so pizza night's every night. Yeah, but house. even as a kid, did you have pizza night? I, I, at our house, it was pizza night was Friday night. No. Either, fri- it was fr- either Friday or Saturday. We, have we never anytime. had pizza night at, at our house. Growing up, you mean? Growing up, yeah. Growing up, I think I had pizza at our house like twice. You never had a night that was specifically for pizza? No. First of all, we've never had anything. My parents have never had anything delivered ever, 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 Really? We didn't deliver. My dad would go pick it up. My dad would go pick it up. And, and, oh, man, I'm telling you, it was like a maybe a rare (sighs) sleepover night or something. Maybe somebody was over and you're like, hey, can we get pizza? And like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Your dad will go pick it up. Twice. I'm going to say twice. In your childhood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's safe to say. Wow. It just wasn't that kind of house, you know? Did you have pizza night at your house? No. Not really. I mean, I kind of remember an occasional, occasional, maybe a Bigfoot that snuck its way in on a, somebody want a scratcher or something. But there was <laughs> no set like. No. I look at pizza night at my, like, growing up with my, like, single mom household, no. it was like, was mom hungover, had a be- rough day at work, then it's pizza yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Like, and it will be delivered, because <laughs> Jill can't take it. Now, my surrogate parents, it was awesome. A lot of pizza nights. What do you mean your surrogate parents? Well, my best friend, I stayed at my best friend's house a lot. It was oh, kind of okay. my, like, safe haven, and I would stay there weekend there, and his mom was, his mom hated cooking, so she would just bring home, like, Three Pizza Hut pizzas, two two liters, and a bunch of breadsticks, and we just lived on it for the you know two days. Yeah, for us it was like on a Friday night. You know, your father's on his way home; he's picking up pizza on the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. What about at your house? Was there like a Friday night pizza? We night? didn't have a dedicated night. We had pizza quite a bit. We we actually we lived really close to a little Caesars, so that was a benefit. And then, um, but in Shelbina, whenever we have Christmas, our tradition. Forever has been on Christmas night. We get Casey's pizza. 
Christmas like, night. Yeah, that's the one kind of set in stone kind of pizza mm. night. Was it was was there another pizza place in Shelbyna? I don't. I don't there was know. a yeah, they had a Pizza Hut that used to roll in on a uh, trailer. Well, and then it became a permanent location for like three months and closed. So if tomorrow, <laughs> if tomorrow night is pizza night in your house, you are in line with the rest of America. The average American. Pizza Hut's annual pizza report is out, guys, and this is very important that we break this down. So this is Pizza Hut's annual pizza report. They found that Friday is the most popular day of the week to order pizza. I get it. Work week is done. You mm-hmm. don't want to cook. Let's pick up a pie on the way home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Still, still a work day. You're done making dinner for the week. Good. Wow. Oh, pizza. <clears throat> Let's just do pizza. So the average person has pizza three times a month. Three times a month, the average person has pizza and eats a total of eight slices. Yeah, I'm average. Thin crust is now our favorite type of pizza. Yes, love Stuffed it. crust is next, and then your thick crust. Where would you put New York style? Is that your thin crust? It's in between. It's I don't a know, hand man. toss, isn't it? In New York style, kind of hand toss. Pizza. That's the lion's choice shoestring argument. The, yeah. the fries, like it's in between. Can, I mean, can, it is. You can make an argument thin. for both sides. I mean, you got your bar pie, like your so your bar pie is your thin crust pizza, mm-hmm. like that's you know almost St. Louis style, right? Um, St. Louis style is a bar pie pizza with provolone on it, mm-hmm. right? Am I am I wrong by saying that? No, it's a what style a bar pie? Oh, like thin crust. I've never heard that squares. before. Is that what you call them uh, in on the East Coast? A bar pie? Yeah, we like thin crust. So that was kind of like a standard? very thin cracker type crust. Really? So that was a standard before St. Louis style was a thing. I mean, I think the St. Louis style is a bar style pizza with Provel on it. Yeah, but what 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 came first? Probably the bar style pizza. Interesting. I never thought I th- about I that. Think, I think I don't know. I'm not a pizza historian. <laughs> I don't well, know, man. New York style is so I don't know, just kind of its own thing. Yeah. And I think an argument could be made for both sides. I think it's just pizza. It's, it's just, just a big slice of yeah. pizza. I've there's never thick crust, really, yeah. There's thin crust and there's pizza. Yeah. So what's pizza? The New York stuff. Did your dad bring home New York style pizza because you lived there, or did you get like the franchise pizza? Like no, pizza? we went a place that we went to, like a. You know, so you didn't get like Domino's or no, Pizza Hut. No, we never had that. We never got that at our house. Never. I was telling you guys earlier, in the, while we're on the subject of pizza, and nostalgia, the I saved this. Small Texas town brings back iconic Pizza Hut dining room of many childhoods. Now, we did have a Pizza Hut. Did you go? I, I can maybe count on, on my one hand how many times we went as a family. Like after after a baseball game or something, right? Something. Like Little League was over and, and some of the team is going to Pizza Hut. That, that's where I found myself. I mean, as a family, like the four of us. Right. Growing up, you know, my brother, myself, my mom <clears throat> and dad. I did like the pan pizza. Yeah, and I I remember going. I remember going to the Pizza Hut, sitting in a booth. I remember a salad bar, mm-hmm. with the ham, the, with the ham cubes. I think the stat is uh, Pizza Hut for a long until you know until kale got very in and popular. Mm-hmm. Pizza Hut was the number one buyer of kale mm-hmm. because it would line the salad bars with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. A, it was a that decoration. was all. It was decoration. Nobody thought it. Maybe one day somebody ate it and we're like, okay, this is probably healthy. Well, that's what. This Pizza Hut's back, bro. Moon brought up a good point earlier when we were talking about it in the uh, coffee room. He said that, you know, like, the way we used to have 50s-style diners, now we have, like, 80s. Yeah, we're, we're just around Somebody the corner. remembers 
because it's old school. The Pizza Hut chandeliers that look like they're made out of stained glass. The the checkered cloth that's got like the pan pizzas on a buffet, a heated buffet. A lot of wood. I Mm -hmm. see our uh, the Pizza Hut by our house did not. It was not a pizza buffet. It was the all you could eat salad bar. It's everything. And then they brought the pizza out to you. Yeah. In the pan, hot, and they had like like a look like a like a, a wrench. Uh-huh. To get it out? Like pliers. <laughs> they never remember that? It was like, because yeah. the pan was so yeah, freaking hot. so hot. They're holding it with big... With like yeah. grips. It vice like grips. Vice grips. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Here, the pan's hot. This thing was in a 700-degree oven. Kids, don't touch it. <laughs> Apparently, this uh, this Pizza Hut in Texas is printing money, dude. It's in a town of 6,000 people. It said it's the nicest restaurant in the town. Well, okay, there's that part of it. And people are driving from all over. It but was people, back in the 80s, too. People our age are feeling the nostalgia and want, and oh, want yeah. to go. Sometimes I would those, go. I would take my kids. Me, too. Sometimes in those small towns, I forget which one it was. It wasn't Shelbina, but it was something when we were out in the country, uh, and, and the, the cousin or the uncle was like, let's go to Pizza Hut. I thought it was like, oh, okay, cool. We have one of those in, in Crestwood. And then you go, and they're like, everybody was there. Yeah. It was like the nice restaurant of the, to- of the small town. So they're just bringing back exactly what it was in the 80s. Yeah, because yeah. nice our age, in the people in their 40s are like, oh, man, I remember. I'm going to bring my kids. Yeah, there's a KFC in Monroe City that has the buffet on, I don't know what, I know Sunday for sure. And after church, you'd go and it would just be packed with everyone you know in there eating it. The- yeah, that's the nice restaurant. <laughs> As if it's nice, yeah. Well, and it felt like you were taking your family out to dinner. Like they created yeah. the illusion when you're really just <laughs> pizza get, you're eating pizza. Yeah. But it, it created the illusion of like, I took my family out to a nice dinner because it's dark. There's candles on the tables. Remember, they had the little candles and the little crushed red pepper and yeah, the yeah, yeah. tablecloths and everything's kind of dark. They got ambiance music yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, you just eating pizza, dude. Yeah, but I wonder how sustainable that is. I'm sure, I'm sure it's very popular now. Yeah. But know. then it's going to wear off. And it, then it's going to go. In a small there's town. a reason why these aren't around anymore because they're okay. A small town, though, that can crush it. Imagine mm-hmm. if one of those opened a, I mean, there's nobody left in Shelbina, but like, you know, th- those those types of towns, they would crush, dude. Yeah. yeah. Pizza Hut on Gravois is the only one that still has a buffet, says David. Hmm. We still have one? Apparently. Very cool. All right. Apparently, but I was uh, at, my, at my mom's house over the, uh, you know, over the Christmas break. I drove past where the Pizza Hut used to be, and it just... Vacant. Still got the sloped roof. It's something else now. I think yeah. it's a furniture store. But it's still got the roof that looked like it was. Looked like a hat? Yeah. But they just repainted it. And really? it looks like something else now. It was just that giant all brim all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was red. But now it's blue or something like that. It's a furniture store. They sell chandeliers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Friday night's pizza night. Okay, so growing up, uh, nobody, there was no. There were no dips for your pizza. Again, this is the thing I kind of learned about after moving here, that people would dip their pizza in stuff. Right. Yeah, I never did that as a kid. Like ranch and hot sauce all came later in life. I could imagine asking for ranch when the pizza came and my mom or dad going, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think disgusting. Pa- Papa John's brought that into her? With the garlic? Yeah. yeah so what is, the, what is the most popular dip for pizza? Mm. Is it marinara count? Uh, yeah, it's got to be ranch. No, it's got to be point. marinara. It's ranch. 
These last, ranch, ten, these last 10 years, ranch is just... The most popular thing to dip everybody. your pizza in is ranch. Followed closely by that garlic sauce. Papa hot Jones. sauce is, is a distant third. Mm. I don't even see marinara on the list. I hot love sauce. hot sauce. Oh, wow. Frank's. Yeah, hot sauce on pizza with a little honey. Yummy. So good. All right, so the most popular type of pizza is New York style. New York style is the most popular type of pizza, followed by Chicago style. Uh, only three states prefer something else. Detroit style on Michigan, St. Louis style on Missouri, and people in California su- supposedly prefer California style pizza, which is like non-traditional toppings like uh, you know, avocado or mm. arugula, I guess. Yeah. Like weird stuff. Is that with the California Pizza Kitchen? Does that count as their style? Because they have some oh, yeah. weird stuff. I love theirs. California Pizza yeah, Kitchen. Yeah, that place is One just closed. All right. It better not be the airport one. They got one with That's where they're the best it. at. It's really good. Every time I, I go to West County Mall with my mom, we go there. I think may, I think maybe that one closed. Really? What? Uh, Look it up. I don't want... Hey. What? My apologies to CPK. If one, wrong, I would have gotten a notice. I feel if, like I'm that on up. the email I list. want to say that that one closed. The one over here in Olive is still... Looks like it's still going strong. We were just there like a month ago. Starting to come around on like all sorts of things on pizza. The uh, red onions and all that. Like, dang, man. It's so Have good. you had truffle yet on there? That's a fancy. I'm not sure. You get hey. little truffle slices on the pizza. It's pretty dang Look at tasty. this. Just just on the map over St. Louis, I put in Pizza Hut. Oh, are there this many locations still going? One, two, three, wow. four, five, six. Yeah, but that may be not. That may, that, those may be just the takeout. Oh, 13, 14. Because Look at the X's for dine-in. No dine-in. No dine-in. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Okay, okay so there's one on Olive, and that has wow. dine-in? Maybe. No dine-in. 90% of them are not dine-ins. It is weird how Pizza Hut used to be everywhere, and now I couldn't even tell you where one is. It was the Galleria, thank God. Oh, Galleria. Okay. Huh? Oh, I was going to go there. Oh. Although the Galleria is still oh, a thriving mall. there. Oh, no. You okay? <laughs> the Galleria is still a thriving mall, I guess. Yeah. You know, couldn't sustain the CPK. Yeah. Is it? Galleria? Oh, yeah. okay. oh, dude, that place is packed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Galleria and West County Mall, still, still doing it. Still, still doing like it. Last time I was there, it was not looking good. All right, what is the most frequently ordered topping? Pep. Oh, pepperoni. Pepperoni is still the king. Pep is still the king. But what's something that should never be allowed on pizza? Pepperoni. Pepperoni, yeah, I agree. Never a lot on pizza. You don't like pepperoni? Salt. I, I just, I can't, uh, dude, I I can't get it. I can't get it. I can't figure it out. No. It, it, it I've always, I always loved it. How it can sit on a shelf. It's kind of like Velveeta cheese, where magically it sits on a well, shelf. Well, it's all the nitrates. Um, half a year and <laughs> it's fine. I like the pepperoni, and and you guys know what I'm going to be talking about here. The pepperoni, like the real stuff, that when you put it in the hot ass oven, it kind of curls up into a cup. Mm-hmm. And there's like the grease in the Ew. in the middle of it. Ew. Yeah, that's the Pizza Hut one. Ew. Those are the best. What? Uh, grease pool, it just seems no, so cheap stop. and nasty. No. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. That's the good stuff. Oh, That's yeah. the good grease. I it's like going my- to Pizza Head, and they have these, like, eight-foot pizzas, and they have it's a mostly vegan pizza place, so here we go. And their vegan peps are really good, and they do the curl-up thing with the grease ball. <laughs> here oh, we man. come. Those things yeah, just remind me this. of the... Uh, of the uh, what are those little poppet things where you like shrinky dinks? You put it uh, inside <laughs> out, put it inside out, put it on the table. Yeah, no, wait I know, a few seconds. The, up, no, but the real good pepperoni, like it gets like uh, it cur- it curls up into a little little bowl, little grease bowl, yeah, grease bowl, mm-hmm. and then it, it's got the charred edges. Yuck. You ever put a paper towel oh. over your pizza? Never. Get the hell yeah. out of here. 
It's just too overpowering, man. I can't enjoy the pizza because once you hit a pepperoni, you just go, okay, there it is. Oh, that's all with, that's all. I don't want that. That's all with it. No, it's an IED. No, it's part of the, it's part of the experience. It's an IED. Yeah, it just ruins it, man. It's part of, then don't get pepperoni. I don't. It's good. I'm glad we got options. Dude, and the worst part is like (laughs) uh, a pizza where they bury the pepperoni and it's under the cheese. And I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, Somebody left a cheese slice. And I'll go for that. And then I go, oh, pepperoni. Uh, I, I, maybe it's emos or, or somebody. Because, there are, yeah, there are, uh, yeah the, that's that's a literal landmine at that point. Oh, for dude, totally. Pepperoni. I'm telling you, the style. I'm they tell- put the sauce on top. Yeah, they put it yeah. under the cheese. And and dude, like I thought this was a cheese pizza. You have betrayed me. Pepperoni. Mm. You've cheapened the pizza. For me, you've rewarded me. <laughs> it's all perspective. Yeah, but when you get Chicago style, you know where you're getting into. Like you know the t- you know it's cheese on top, toppings on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Sauce on top. Yeah, Chicago pepperoni sauce style. on top. Pizza, basically, I don't think that. I Although think, pe- people I, in Chicago, I wouldn't feed that to my dog. It, Chicago style with pepperoni on it. I mean, it, yuck, yuck. It sounds so gross. What? <laughs> it's, just, it's like little ringworms on your pizza. No, get you know out of here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yummy. Dude, have you, somebody in the chat said, look up dragon scale pizza. Have you seen the... Dragon scale? No. I mean, imagine in your Artichoke? mind why they would call it dragon scale. And we're talking about pepperoni, dude. This is the ultimate pepperoni Ugh. pizza. Pull this up. This will make you sick to your stomach. If you hate pepperoni, you don't want to get this, Ugh. dude. Oh, yeah. That's that what is... I'm talking about. Yeah, but... That's an, images, o- that's an overload of pepperoni. Look at oh, that one. Oh, my wait. God. It looks like a bouquet of pepperoni. Look at that thing, dude. That's <laughs> like a charcuterie that's board on There are places that'll a take pizza. a handful and throw it on. And <laughs> throw it in exactly a hot-ass oven. Charcuterie board on top of a pizza. This is so... This is too that's much. That's nuts. And, and you know Look what? at all the cups. Oh, this, gross. So whenever you guys order pepperoni pizza, or or when pizza is, is, is ordered, and I open the box yeah. and I see pepperoni, this is what I see. This could be, you know, in those fancy parties in the movies when there's always like a stack of champagne flutes and there's a fountain and they're all filling up. Yeah, this you could do that with this with grease. Okay, well, as a kid, it's, too, just what? every inch of that pizza is covered with pepperoni. Every I, inch. I, that's too and, much. And this is what I see because I, I was always trying to be the agreeable kid. So like when people would go, "Oh, we're having a party. Uh, what kind of pizza do you guys want?" And every stinking kid I ever knew would go pepperoni. I go. Oh, it's cool. I can pick it off. You know, this is what I see. There's two. Just, I mean, listen, that's too much for me. To be honest, I don't think there's a. I don't know if there's any other than onions because I can't eat them. But I don't even have. I'm not even opposed to the taste of onions, so I won't even take that off the table. I just can't have it. I don't know if there is a bad pizza topping. Um, they, well, people were polled. Okay, and and pineapple's not on here. Yeah, that's the go-to. That's uh, the top answers were fish. Beets, blueberries, plums, and kiwi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I stand corrected. There are bad pizzas. I didn't know those were... I don't like sweet pizzas. What about breakfast pizza? What, what if yeah. you put a kiwi on a breakfast pizza? Nah. nah. I want savory pizzas. I've yeah. had you got like a dessert them. pizza, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's different I've had that for. I have to know that it's coming, though. Yeah. I like you a can't be surprised. Cake. What is this, kiwi on here? Mm. If you're going to make a dessert a... pizza, just make a... Make a uh... Is this kiwi and black olives? What's the place that... Uh, you make your pizza, you bring it home, and you put it in the oven? Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's. Yeah, what a scam. Yeah, well, you could do the work for us and give us a ton of I don't of love it. What a scam, I dude. don't love it. Yeah. I've, hey, here's, an, here's a pizza that'll cost you a lot of money, <laughs> and you might go home and burn it. Congratulations. You did it. <laughs> here's some dough. <laughs> And a bunch of junk for you to take home and do all the work anyway. Thanks. And we're gonna we're gonna put saran wrap. We're gonna saran wrap this thing. And it is expensive. 
Yeah, I'm just shocked. Yeah, that's a weird model that works somehow. I don't get it. But, Their dessert uh, pizza's not bad. Yeah, I worked at CeCe's Pizza. That was my first gig I ever had as a human. And um, they would always come up with new dessert pizzas. And, I mean, it would just be, you know, crushed up Snicker bars on pizza or whatever. I don't know. They just always had weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think of the Papa Murphy's, it was like marshmallows and, like, you know, what? chocolate. and Caramel. And- it, it, it was all right. You guys make homemade pizza at home? Yeah. Me too. Love it. I, got, I like I need, to make I it out. stone. You can get those pizza kits and like the, uh, you know, the tomato. The Lunchables, that's right. Yeah, the Lunchables. <laughs> hey, don't, don't sleep on those Lunchables, Gross. dude. I still get those from time to time. You know what we used to make as kids? Um, uh, bagel pizzas. And then they became. Oh, oh. dude, pizza bagels, man. Yeah, and then, then then they became like pretty big. There's like a company that like started crushing those. They sold them in the freezer section. But we we used to do those. Those are. That's we, my make bagel bites. I haven't my had friends that. call my kids pizza bagels. Literally. Because they're Italians and Jewish people. <laughs> That's awesome. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the oh, evening. Oh, dude, pizza bagels? Pizza at supper time. Pizza's on a bagel. I remember days you know, come home, you go, all right, it's bagels, there's sauce, and there's cheese. Yeah. Yep. It is time. It's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> and then they started making mini the miniature ones. You seen the miniature yeah, ones? Yeah, those were good. Yeah, those are all right. Yeah, but I like Bite the size. Burn the your mouth bagel. off. What brand? It's the it's the red box. Bagel bites. Yeah, bagel bites. Bagel bites. And uh, my girlfriend, she is mom, and she like shipped her kids off somewhere. She goes, I'm having myself like my '90s night. She like poured herself a bottle of prosecco, prosecco, and heated up a. Whole thing of bagel bites, ate the whole damn yeah. thing like it was ninety one all over again. Bagel bites, bagel bites. Look at these things. Do you remember these things? <clears throat> oh man, they I wonder tasted, what they taste like. Oh, they they, oh, taste, my, well, they so hold we'll up. Those at my house. They're sometimes. like the Chef Boyardee of. of it holds up. But if you uh, overcook yeah, them, they do. They, they hold up. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, right. right. They you know, get so get, hard if you screw them they up. Made though. by Orida. Is that what the, is up in the corner? Yeah, I think the Orida company bought them out. The Tater Group. Yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not expecting you know five stars. Gourmet pizza. No. Yeah, but you do them yourself. I'm telling you. You, you do them yourself. You pick your ingredients. You really get a better bagel, a better oh, cheese. Oh, yeah, man. It's great. And it's stupefying. Yeah. Oh, the when the cheese fry. and when the cheese goes down into the hole. Mm. Just enough and then and then solidifies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we've done it right. <laughs> yep. I feel like bagel bites were usurped by pizza rolls. <clears throat> there was a coup. There was a, there was <laughs> a late know. 90s coup of Growing bagel up, bites. Growing up, if if uh, if I was at a sleepover and a buddy had either one, I was happy. Yeah, I just feel like if you looked in the average American fridge, pizza rolls are king. Well, yeah, because they would come in a bag with like five hundred. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe they went. Maybe that was it. Maybe they were like, we're gonna go quantity over quality. I don't know how they did it, but pizza rolls came for the king. And they did not miss. They took no, bagel bites bagel, out. Bagel bites, you can only fit so many in the box. Yeah. You get a bag of Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah. How many are in a Costco bag? Well, here's... 500. Listen, man. <laughs> Totino's knows who you are. They know what we are. They don't even put a seal on the 40-count bag. Did you know that? Dude, you can they get... Don't, they, don't, they know you're not. You're going to eat the whole bag. The Costco Totino's pizza roll bag? it up. Having 15 and putting it back in. Like you're just dumping that whole bag on a plate. On the tray. There is. How many? You had time to put them in the oven, but you didn't. How many do you think are in this thing? You going to microwave them? Everybody, yeah, because we want them in our face as fast as we can. No, I've never microwaved them. I put them in the toaster oven. 
Oh, no. Toast I had to have them immediately. This yeah. is a Southern Illinois thing. Get them in my mouth. Get Even them if they're in like there. half frozen still. I'll wait. Right? Yeah. Or they're so hot that they are like the surface of the sun and you squirt hot pizza juice on no, the roof of your like mouth them. and you yeah. wait exactly 1.5 seconds before you try again. I don't like them soft. Because if you microwave yeah. them, they come out soft. I like them soft. I'll tell you where they're good. I had a fry daddy for a while. I had to get rid of it. It was... I was gonna have diabetes fast. <laughs> well, the fry, the fry daddy just had the grease in it all the time, right? Yeah, the oil in it all the time. Grease in it all the time. You drop about, <laughs> you drop a forty count of pizza rolls in there, flash fry them for about thirty seconds, and they were, oh man, chef's kiss, amazing. Mm. Egg rolls. Oh yeah, I mean, listen, you yeah. anything out of you your freezer, deep fry anything. You just dumped <laughs> it in there. It was amazing. How many do you think come in the uh, Costco Tostino's pizza roll bag? Uh, uh, Two thousand. Two hundred fifty. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go 200, 160, 160. Wow. Hey Riz, I have some good news though. They have lot. cauliflower pizza bites or rolls. Screw you, hippie! Oh. Why would I ever buy those? Because you may like them. Yeah, you it's might just like food. It. It's uh, food is. I food. don't eat pizza rolls all the time. If I'm gonna have them, why would I go to something I may not like? You know, when we start torturing each other later this year, I think if you what? need a punishment, it's gonna be you got to go vegan for like a solid month. We're gonna just ruin your it whole will life. Never happen. <laughs> The punishment, you gotta do it. 160 rolls in this thing, and it's a box. It comes with two bags. That does sound good. Man, my son, he could, he he will eat 160 in a sitting. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's a growing, a growing boy. I would stay. It looked like a pyramid of Giza <laughs> on my on a plate, <laughs> and I would just shove it in the microwave, put in. Completely random amount of time on the timer. Whatever I, I felt, this is right. however I felt like, I wouldn't look at the bag to see how long they were supposed to be in there. I'd be like, uh, it seems like two and a half minutes will get the job done, and then I would eat my way through Egypt <laughs> and love every. And they would be, they would be from scalding hot to ice cold in the middle, and I didn't care. I didn't make any kind of adjustments. I just plowed through. Hmm. It's amazing. They be back there with you in Southern Illinois. Your first pizza roll, dude. That experience you'll never have again. The first time you just like squirted that hot <laughs> on your uvula. And it was like, ah! like Glad it burned, a white but it burned shirt. so good. <laughs> right under your uvula. <laughs> uh, just what, you know, one more thing on pizza. Um, Following a successful test at select locations in Dallas and Cleveland back in 03 last year in July, a Pizza Hut announced the nationwide launch of a new hot honey pizza and hot honey wings. Is this the Mike's, starting on February 1st? Mike's Hot Honey or whatever. Um, <clears throat> remember because they, they signed up with pa not Popeyes. What was the chicken place that I tried? Lee's. Lee's, yeah, yeah. So there's a Mike's Hot Honey. I don't honey. think this is Mike's Hot Honey. Hot Honey's, you know, very popular now. It's very hot thing. right now. Hot honey's so hot right now. So the hot honey pizza features your choice of crust, tompid sauce, cheese, pepperoni. Uh, they drizzle the sauce, mm. infused with red habaneros and a touch of honey. So that'll start on uh, on February 1st. When was the last time you were on a pizza? Uh, not a pizza, at a Burger King, by the way. This is the last thing before we go to break. When they released the uh, Impossible Whopper. And I did you actually go in, yeah. or did somebody bring it back for you? When was the last time anybody, anybody's uh, been at a Burger King? Right, right down here. I was in, yeah, when they did the Impossible, there's one by uh, over there in Overland. I went into that place. You went okay, inside? But, yeah. Um, so how long ago was that? That was three years ago? Four years I think ago? So, yeah. Maybe four years ago. You know, I may never have been in one 
in St. Louis. I want a Burger King employee to reach out and tell me this is true or not. Okay. Because apparently employees at Burger King are required to offer every customer a crown, <clears throat> regardless of age, regardless of what's ordered. They also have to say, you rule. Oh. Yeah, that didn't happen last that time I was there. It. And how long ago was that? It was probably 10 years ago. Okay, oh, so that's this their, is, this, this that's is new? a... That's their Chick-fil-A, my pleasure. Apparently, this has been in place since 2022. Okay. This rule. That's awesome. So you have to, regardless of age <laughs> or what's ordered... Offer the customer a crown and say you rule. You bang. You bang. <laughs> this is reportedly an effort to boost the, the scores of franchises after the company announced that it's offering expansion opportunities to the highest scoring franchisees. Okay. So if a guy who's like, you know, my age, 45 years old, no kids in the car, the employee's got to say to me, do you want a crown? Yes. And you have to smile. And then you have to say, you rule. You know, I like and, this. And the, uh, the CEO of a Burger King's biggest franchisee says it forces that extra two minutes of engagement with the customer. Sure. They say, you rule is more than just a marketing campaign. It impacts every guest touch point, including the in-restaurant experience, where we encourage team members to spread the joy that you rule embodies. Every chance they get, whether that be greeting guests in person or thanking them in the drive-thru. You rule is all about outwardly appreciating everyday royalty. You, that's what they said. I like it. So I don't know if that's true or not. But God, how demeaning. How demeaning to an employee. What do you mean? Really? I think it's fun. I'd have fun with it. If I go in there with uh, my Riz face, uh-huh. I clearly don't want a crown. <laughs> but you maybe need one. But yeah, think about maybe you. Maybe I do need one. Think about exactly you being why. a kid when you're working at, let's say you worked at Burger King, and you saw that guy come up. You would definitely offer him a crown, even if you're not supposed to, wouldn't you? Sir, Just like, it's funny. sir it looks like oh, you yeah. need a crown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. If anybody needs smile. it, it's probably me. It's you. It's yeah. probably <laughs> King Rizzuto. It's, it's a king's crown. Queen. It's That's Burger why King. You, you turn it down. It's Dairy Queen. It's Burger King. <laughs> Yeah, I'm blown away. You've never been to Dairy Queen. That's a whole nother kind. Somebody was very upset on the. Uh, how can, they said, "How can I be the arbiter of taste if I've never been to a, to a Dairy Queen?" It's a good argument. I know what it tastes like. Do you though? I already know what it tastes like. You don't know what a Blizzard's all about. I've probably had a Blizzard. I've never. I'm sure somebody's brought me back one. You need a fresh Blizzard. I know what it tastes like. What about a? What are the different the it's ice Star cream. Bars? Oh yeah, you don't the know dilly. What the, food. the Dilly, dilly Bar. Though. I know what it tastes like. No, you don't. You've never I bet you it'll I bet you it will blow your mind. It tastes like every other fast food. We need thing. to go there. We, we went to the buffet last year. This year we're going to Dairy Queen. They do charcoal. Their burgers are charcoal burgers. They do not taste like fast regular I'm gonna take you. So if I had a Dairy Queen burger and a and a and a flame broiled whopper from Burger King. They're different. Different? Mm -hmm. Yep. So does a Dairy Queen burger taste more like a like a backyard barbecue? It does. Burger? Yeah. Yeah. Smokier. Really? Mm -hmm. Should yep. we do this in the next few weeks? Go over there, swing by a Dairy Queen, and all this have uh, lunch. Hey, if you guys want to go for lunch one day, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll pay. This will be fun. All right. You're not eating meat. There's other things that I can eat. There's salads. That I'm gonna have ice cream the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna eat ice cream. Yeah. yeah, you get the dilly bars, man. You're fine. Yeah. Don't you worry about what I'm doing, okay? You have your charcoal. I don't want to be eating and you're burger. like looking at me 
Like, they got a fish sandwich, don't they? Yeah, they got fish sandwich. Yeah. Again, you dilly bars fish for Dairy days. Queen? Do they really? I don't know. I, I don't know that. Yeah. Probably for Lent. That That's coming up, right? I don't think it is coming up. I don't up. think Dairy Queen bows to anybody or any holiday. Ooh. Well, neither do I. Except for they have cakes. Okay. I'm yeah. sure I know what a blizzard. <laughs> I'm sure I've had a blizzard before. It no. tastes. It tastes. It's don't, ice cream. Don't act like you've had it, because if you had, you'd been going back all this time. It's so delicious. Yeah. Wild Alaskan fish sandwich. Perfect. See. Limited time only. Coming for Lent, I'm sure. Yeah. I wish it was tamed Alaskan. Mm. Be... Ah, stop it. Didn't right. know that. All right, Team Riz member today is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz and St. Louis is home for Blues Hockey from St. Louis. Lauren Schollmeyer is out. Lauren has never missed a show, and the Riz Show always makes her day, always makes her day better by providing her with a hilarious entertainment every morning. Uh, she loves that the memory of Jeff is still kept alive within the show, the additions of both Learn and Rafe, and how each member's unique personality shines through every show. Uh, loves the daily banter at the beginning. Match up with Moon. Loves that. And she always keeps that Jeff Burton sticker on her car, so he's always with her. That's very sweet. That is sweet. Uh, Lauren Schollmeyer from St. Louis is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976 and their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. Now, the team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive. Your car, your light truck, your van your SUV, your hybrid, and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs. The real deal for real deals since 1976. Justin from Blue October, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833, The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, Show 1057thepoint.com. Instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. So I think we should get right to it. Let's do it. Craig's is Freak of the Week, and here we are with three brand new ads for you. So, Lauren, we'll read the ads. You guys in the chat room, you will name the ads. Also, send your instant feedback over. Again, through the 1057 The Point mobile app. We'll get the proper name. We'll move on to the next ad. Once Lauren is done reading the third and final ad, voting will officially be open on the Riz Show Twitter page, at R-I-Z-Z Show, and you'll vote for your favorite freak. One of these ads will move on to the year-end Freak of the Year tournament. Questions, comments, concerns? All right, let's see. We go to Montreal, we go to Mexico, and we go to London. So all over. All over this week. All right, learn whenever you're ready. Craigslist Freak of the Week. It's ad number one. Well, buckle up. Triple X Files, man for anyone. 40 years old, Montreal. I want an alien gangbang. Not like an illegal alien gangbang, but like a group of extraterrestrials. Close encounters of the third kind, ultimate experience. More specifically, aliens known as Zeta Reticulans, the Roswell Greys, 
or more commonly just the Greys. Looking for a fully immersive role play experience where a group of no fewer than three aliens show up at the foot of my bed while I'm sleeping and have their way with me in a seduction abduction. I have up to five movie quality costumes ranging from medium to XL, two larges and two double XLs. Uh, so all I need are some willing otherworldly freaks that will fully commit to the alien play. I would like to be poked, prodded, ogled, explored, and ravaged by your long bony fingers and feel the haunting gaze of a deep, dark black eye in the corner of my room, joeing while I get probed by the others. I cannot emphasize enough how turned on I am by this experience, but no BSing around. You have to take your alien roles seriously. No corny alien jibber jabber from G-rated films. I want scary guttural clicks and blood curdling shrieks as you lay waste to my loins and cover me in ooze. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> After you have humiliated and destroyed me sexually, I want you to cast me aside like a specimen, unworthy of collecting, and skitter off into the night, leaving me to pick up the pieces of my shattered being. It turns me on almost as much to look in the mirror and bask in the underglow of my own destruction and degradation at the whims of my alien masters. The complete role play is of utmost importance, but you can't skitter too far away. I don't know you that well, and the costumes are very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I will set up some refreshments in my garage, Grape Fanta and Milano cookies, a favorite of the Greys. So you can skitter there and disrobe while I finish the storyline alone. It doesn't matter if your human form is a man or a woman, aliens are non-binary, serious inquiries only, no tourists. All right. All right. My God. There is our first ad. <laughs> right out of the gate, Triple X Files. So this is a role-playing scenario where Scully's going to gonna get a, it. A right. movie quality Scully's costume. Scully's going to get it. <laughs> a movie quality costume for you to put on and then several movie quality. Abduct him, probe him, prod him. You know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Subduction, abduction is very good alliteration. Yeah. Or Rhyming. Hey, don't run away too far because I need that costume back. I don't yep. know you well. <laughs> Movie grade costume. Get her off, but not too far. What's a Zeta reticulum? I have no clue. What is that? No. I'm assuming that's the. Um, I have to look that up. Zeta reticulans. The formal? Is that the. The Roswell Grays. So aren't there different types of aliens? There's greens and grays and. Uh, I guarantee somebody okay. out there knows. Zeta Reticulans, Roswell Greys are uh, purported extraterrestrial beings. They uh, Okay, they're the ones. Um, almond eyes. With the almond eyes. Yeah. Ooh, so they're venomous? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a nut allergy. <laughs> they do look like an almond head. Because <clears throat> they're, they're the ones with the big, you know, giant head, gray, almond well, these are the black eyes. Ones. These are tiny guys. Basically like the one from American Dad. Humanoid yeah. with a small and frail body, sometimes appearing as tall, gray skin, large forehead, almond-shaped black eyes, small nose, lips, and ears. That's a Zeta Reticulum or a Roswell Gray. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait for you to okay. read some of these, Moon. <laughs> it is a creative day. All right, let's go. Let's People's get some creative juices are flowing. Uh, okay, so um, let's see. Key T instead of E.T. Not bad. Bruno Martian. Martian Sheen. Uh, Impalian. Now let's see. Uzi Osborne. 
Prodney King. Kink, kinky encounters of the third kind. Uh, Jeff Probed. Dennis Prodman. And then we also have Garia51, <laughs> which made me laugh. That was real early. Is that, is that a name, though? I mean, Garia51? Garia. Garia. I mean, it's great. It's, I don't know. I don't know, man. Rafe, what do you think? Good. That's pretty funny, man. Uh, I'm trying to look through here and see if there's any. Joe Luke Picard. I like Dennis Prodman's fun. That's Martian Lawrence. Area 69, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Barack Probama. Probama. Area. Probama. <laughs> someone, someone put Area 51. Uh, I like Dennis Prodman. I do, too. Yeah, All right. yeah let's go yeah. with that one. Dennis Prodman. Heat tea is good, too. Tommy Lee Joe. They're all great. Jeff Probst. Dennis Prodman. Okay, let's go with that one. Yeah, well done. Prodman. Well done, chat room. Well done. Okay, on to ad number two. Uh, Learn coming at you. Human pin cushion, woman for woman, 30, Mexico City, Mexico. Look, ladies, where the hell are you? I've been looking all over this city for someone to treat me like a human pin cushion. Sharp pins going through and into my skin is a huge turn on for me. The first time I saw the movie Hellraiser, I about slid out of my seat. <laughs> Something about the hell priest in that movie has stuck with me all of these years. Ha ha. I've been into pinning for a while and I'm now ready to get it on with another human. The BDSM culture is very exciting to me and I love to serve. Having a woman pin me to the ground with her feet and then prick me with hundreds of little pins, it's going to be amazing. I'm so horny right now thinking about the woman reading this ad. I hope, my hope is to look like a kitchen bulletin board by the time you are done with me. Want to go next level? <laughs> pin a grocery list to me or better yet, some bills that are overdue. Thumbtacks, pin, push pins, quilt pins, needles, whatever you can. Even pin the tail on my ass. I have all the tools that we're going to need. Don't worry about blood or any bodily messes that occur. The cleanup is the next best thing. I can show you a clean hep C test. Looking forward to hearing from you. Okay. There is our second ad. A woman looking for another woman. So woman for woman at a Mexico City. Kitchen bulletin board is yes, what she I wants can, to look I like. I can imagine it. I'm imagining an overdue uh, electric bill <laughs> uh, pinned to this woman's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just a giant red stamp that says yeah, overdue. Overdue. And there it is. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I'm glad she could show us a clean Hep C test. That's important because uh, safety always first. And that's yeah. what Scott always says. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because I was like not into this till I saw that. Then I'm like, oh, now it's safe. <laughs> this is something okay. you could do. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. All right, we got any names for this freak? Oh, many. Uh, Panona Rider. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Panona Rider. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Bobby Pin. Uh, Penny Lane. P I N N Y. Pricky Lake. Pricky uh, Lake. Penna Penna Fisher. Pennifer Lopez. All right. I like Penny Marshall, Ann Stapleton, Penelope Cruz, a lot of pens. Pierced Morgan. Uh, I like Penny. Uh, what was it? There's uh, Pricky Pen Glazer. Penna Fisher, Pennifer Lopez, <laughs> Penny, Penny McCarthy. Oh, man. What do you like, Lauren? Um, I, I, like, I like Penny McCarthy. I like Penny Lane. Penny Lane? Penny Lane. All right. Penny Lane. P I N N Y. 
in a lane. Okay. And finally, our third. And here we go, Learn. Coming at you. Orgy in the works. Man for everyone, 23 years old, London. Trying to get an orgy off the ground needs some help. I plan on charging a small fee to get in next Saturday at my downtown flat. This could be a money-making thing if you decide to partner up with me. Looking for the following. 10 little people, at least three lactating women, 10 queen-sized mattresses, uh, 20 kilos of unsalted butter, access to adult party favors, 10 kilos of personal lubricant, 10 boxes of, uh, is it Jaffa? Jaffa cakes? Okay. Uh, five cases of bottled water, one case of flavor aid, two cases of Durex rubbers, 45 hand towels, and as many paper towel rolls as you can find. Do I need security? Uh, 20 people have already replied yes to my Facebook orgy invite, crossing my fingers for at least 50 when this is all said and done. If you have any ideas on themes or anything I'm missing, please reply. Trying to make this a quarterly event. Any advice is helpful. Thanks, Andy. Boy, this sounds like a great time. And I just looked up those Jaffa cakes. Yes, Riz. <laughs> those are delicious. Is, are they like sponge cakes? Like, what's up with that? They're biscuit and jelly covered chocolate. I like that that's what we're focusing on. Oof. Ten good. little people, three lactating women, and 20 kilos and of I unsalted butter. Uh, I feel like this is a guy that knows, you know, knows what he wants. Yeah. Uh, so if you have <laughs> <laughs> looking for the following... Uh, now, do the do the little people count as an orgy attendee? What are the little people going to do? I yeah. assume. I, I was doing the math statistically. <laughs> that only 20 people have replied going to this Facebook orgy, and 10 of them are little people and three are lactating women. The, the odds of that are slim. Yeah. So that means he's he's got some work to do to mm -hmm. get it to where he wants it to get, no, unless those are prearranged. Well, he's looking for the following, so I'm assuming those people, you know, he'd like for them to be there. Yeah, right. he's still trying to locate. Still them. trying to get. Um, what what are ten kilos in pounds? Oh, that's hmm. 40, 40 pounds. Just quick math. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Why do you need forty-four pounds of butter? <laughs> fry them up. <laughs> So 20 kilos is about 44 pounds. So 44 pounds of butter and uh, 20 pounds of lube. <laughs> 45 hand towels. <laughs> You're right. Hey, if you've orgied before, you know hand towels are very important. Handy. Yes, sir. <clears throat> it's like the golf towel. Very, you very important. <laughs> you got to carry yeah, it with you Yeah, like a golf towel. You got to clean your balls off at <laughs> After <laughs> There's a hook on it. Great. It's probably what it's for. Hand towel for what? <laughs> you have to clean your, like, a, like, a, like when you golf, like you got to clean your ball after every hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need one of those ball washers where you crank it. You dunk them in and crank it, and those little brushes clean them for you. That saves a lot. Of, it's good for the environment. Wow. All right, names for this guy. Okay, we got Bradley Grouper, we got uh, Curious Orge, we got uh, let's oh. see, <laughs> Curious Orge, Orge Harrison, good. Orge Jefferson. Uh, there's Salter White, and then um, Group Alumpa, Group Alumpa, instead of Oopalumpa. Dude, Curious Orge. Is I the mean, one. unless there's something on the on the instant feedback. Because he is curious, yeah, and it is an orge. <laughs> yeah, but it also is a uh, you know, I mean, there's. Um, 
They're making food, and this is an entire ingredients list. Group of Loompa. Is a little, Are we little sure we're a, making food? Well, I'm just saying there's salt and there's all sorts of things. In, in, no, I mean, this just wants unsalted butter. So I'm assuming. <laughs> Someone said Kilo Ren. <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming the butter's for the orgy. Yeah, Same. you're probably right. Hmm. Cur- curious orgy it is, then. Alternative Pancakes. lube. Curious yeah. orgy. Oh, boy. Hmm. What a uh, week this here. Is a neat week. This feels okay. like a finals week. All right, so <laughs> we've got uh, the three ads, and now you guys vote. You guys vote for your favorite ad. We have Dennis Prodman. Dennis Prodman is, uh, oh my gosh, this guy just wants uh, some alien everything. He wants uh, not like illegal immigrant gangbang, but a group of extraterrestrials gangbang because he wants to be poked, prodded, uh, ogled, explored, and ravaged by your long bony fingers and your haunting gaze of deep, dark black eyes in the this, corner of his room. Yeah, this is this is legit. Like, I got costumes. I want you to, I'm really, we're really going to play this mm-hmm. out. Oh, yeah, yeah, but a very specific type of alien. Okay, then we got uh, the, yeah, the Roswell Gray. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Penny Lane. This is a gal looking for a gal because she wants to be a human pin cushion. So make her look like the, uh, you know, pin the grocery list on her. Or, or better yet, some <laughs> bills that are overdue. <laughs> By the way, clean hep C test, yeah, the, just in case that was a concern. Noted. <laughs> Treat her like a paranoid detective and put red yarn from <laughs> <laughs> pin to pin all over her body. All right, then you just heard from a curious orge. All right, learn. Uh, I'm going to go to you first. I'm going Curious Orge just because I like the attention to detail, and I am I am curious about this, and I've never been to an orgy, and this gave me more insight, and is it freaky? Yeah. Like, the the grocery list here is freaky, so I, I Curious Orge all the way. Yeah. Um, I see, I don't, I, I, I appreciate what this guy's doing here, and yes, it's freaky to want to organize an orgy, especially with these, with these things, but as far as... I feel like this guy's a bit too organized to be freaky. In my really? head. Yeah. You think uh, this is like a. I agree. It's like an orgy and a potluck <clears throat> dinner, but he's, he's just, you know. Feels a little buttoned type. up. Yeah. Like it feels a little too so that's not buttoned more up scary? for an orgy. Like, uh. Are you guys great. out of your damn minds right well, now? Well, it just seems like he, <laughs> it's just very, like, a Facebook <laughs> invite just seems very, like, it just seems it's very proper. formal. It's a very formal orgy. <laughs> yeah. He's wanting to put sticks of butter up people. I mean, yeah, you don't, don't know, know what the that, butter's that for. That, I'm I'm that. that could be a pancake social afterwards. <laughs> Half of this stuff might be something he's just trying to fill in for some some other th- sort of thing. Maybe he's just like, oh, I'm going to be making Sometimes a lot of cookies like, this weekend. I'll I have will, somebody bring me butter. Yeah. yeah. Part of me wonders if this is a guy who just like read up on orgies and he's like, if I throw these certain items out. Maybe it'll attract the oh, orgy crowd. Dude, maybe there's co- maybe this is code, and we're all just fools. Maybe we don't know, we don't know that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't oh. know, so it's hard to it's hard to detect the level of freakiness because it's so vague. Well, when he says adult party favors, I know what that is. Yeah, ecstasy. I mean, that or you know, drugs. That's what I mean. I've been sifting through these ads for for yeah, ten years, cocaine. and every other one has some sort of coding that I don't know. Couldn't that be sex toys too, though? Adult Could party be. favors. Could be. I'm not. I'm not in the orgy world. He does want flavor aids. Uh, flavor aid is like. Isn't that like Gatorade? That's mm-hmm. like. Uh, it's like a Kool Aid. Yeah. Oh, That's what they use the Jonestown, by the way. Flavor-Aid. Not not oh, not Kool Aid, but flavor aid. Oh man, to me, I think mm, the human pincushion. I mean, it's <clears throat> me too, a woman. Dude. It's a woman me. and a woman. Penny Lane. That's, woman that's... looking for a woman. And and. 
I don't know, man. That's a lot of that's a lot of stabbing. Bring all your bills and and I mean, ew. no, not a fan. Yeah, pin me to the ground with your feet, then prick me with hundreds of little pins. All right, I'm you going with that one too? Yeah, Penny, Penny Lane. Lane gets my vote. Uh, Scott. Yeah, it's between um, the uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the the first one, Dennis, Dennis Prodman. Yeah, Dennis Prodman. <laughs> And Penny, but I think I'm going to go Penny just because, uh, I mean, I know she had a clean test, which tends to be pretty nice, but I think uh, she's she's definitely the freak of the week there. I think it's a dark horse, too. I don't think yeah. we're I don't think we're back in the winter here. Right. Gray's kind of weird, too. This is a tough one. I think I think Dennis Prodman's going to win. There's a lot yeah, of stuff. I can see Dennis. There's a lot of stuff it. going on in Dennis Prodman. Uh, just like the freakiness of wanting to be pretty much ravaged sexually by little gray aliens while another alien watches and then be tossed aside as a, a worthless specimen. There's like a humiliation factor and then a lot of time and planning and, and very serious about it. I, I But I feel like it's almost like a short story being written. Yeah, it's very freaky. Um, like almost like a penthouse letter. Like, you know, this is not going to happen. But this is what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm like curious, like what would it happen if it does happen? Like what what surprises he'll be in store for mm. of what the actual play out feels and looks like versus what he's seeing in his mind. Uh, it's tough. I guess I'll go. Uh, what was the pin one? Penny Lane. Penny Lane. Penny Lane. But just by a, by a hair, <laughs> just by a fraction of a fraction mm. of a. Of a, a pinhead, if you will. All right. Well, there you go. There are the three ads. Dennis Prodman, Penny Lane, and Curious Orge. <laughs> That's so good. I think it's going to be close. I think, I, I think so, he too. wins I, just because of the I name. I think so, too. Uh, all right. I want you guys to vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And uh, we will have the uh, the winner when we sign on tomorrow morning. Uh, if you missed any of the, uh, the ads being read, make sure you hit up the podcast later on when we post that. All right, we'll take a break, but before we hit the break, do um, you remember, uh, man, it was earlier this month, we had a list of predictions about 2024, made 100 years ago from uh, people in 1924? Yeah. Yeah, and some of it was eerily close. Now more of them are making the rounds. I thought I'd read the list, the new list, and these are legit predictions of what 2024 is going to be like from people in 1924. Some were serious predictions and fairly spot on. Some were not good. Uh, before crop on celebrities after Hey, it's Dan Soder. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved down to our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chessville Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. 
offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screenrooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? To the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday to whoever the hell's birthday it is. I bet it's a real special day for pretty much just you. Hey, don't forget, uh, Riz Show Live tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. A whole new uncensored cluster F of a show. Happening Saturday night, March 2nd, over at the pageant. A no-holds-barred night of fun with your fellow weirdos. A ton of your favorite segments live on stage at the pageant. Uncensored. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. You must be 21 or older. Big shout-out to Yingling for uh, being the presenting sponsor. And Team Riz members, please check your email. All right? want to see everybody at Riz Show Live. The show's going to sell out quick, so... Get the tickets while you can. I know it's a bigger venue this year. We've never done anything at the pageant like this. Well, we did the tribute to Jeff, but this is... Yeah, this you know, is... Show Live has always been a pops. This is going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't it's wait. Been, it's been a number of years, and it is, it is it's time. time. It's time. It's time. And speaking of time, uh, earlier this month, uh, we had a list of predictions about 2024, made 100 years ago. In 1924. Mm -hmm. Now more of these things are making the rounds online. So here are 10 other things people thought we'd see by now. Some were were serious predictions and and fairly spot on. Uh, Some were were not so good. So number one, beds would launch kids up in the morning and onto their feet. I like that. And then a flying bus would pick them up and get them to school in two minutes flat. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That's not happening now. I think it's two minutes flat no matter where you live at. But I, I, I do like the launching the kids out of bed. <laughs> this is a great That idea. is something I can get That's a well. pretty cool idea. <laughs> yeah, that's where all that Jetson stuff came from. Remember? Like, I mean, yeah. and then, uh, and then what was it, Ernest or, you know, Pee Wee's Playhouse? Pee-wee. They were doing all the, uh, you know, the toast. The Rube Goldberg stuff. They started making the toast. The robot started making the toast right, right before you woke up. And then the alarm, the bed threw you over here. And then that took you over here and brushed your teeth for you. But then, I remember this was 1924. So this is, I mean, this is way before the Jetsons, you know, way before all that stuff. 
Uh, number two, they thought 1924, by the time we got around to 2024, our legs wouldn't work anymore. Hmm. By 2024, the muscles in our legs would have atrophied from never being used. <laughs> All wow. thanks to the invention of cars. Makes hmm. sense. Well, we're on yeah. our way. We're on our way. Yeah. So we're going to say that's half right. Yeah. <laughs> we're lazy as hell now. We're going to call that half right. Uh, number three, traveling to other planets would be easy and common. They compared it to crossing the Atlantic Ocean in 1924. We're on our way to that, too. Mm -hmm. Because I don't believe the first transatlantic flight happened until... I had the date on that, too. The first transatlantic flight didn't happen... It was around... It was a little bit before It was in the 50s? When was the first... It says... um... 1919? The first yeah. nonstop transatlantic it was passenger, flight. Passenger flight. Oh, oh, passenger flight. Oh, passenger flight. Passenger flight. Nonstop trans, uh, transatlantic or even across the country. 39. Uh, 39. 39, okay. Huh. What about from New York to L.A.? So it says transcontinental flight. I don't think that was until the maybe late 40s or 50s. So New York to L.A., nonstop. How long? When did it happen? When was the first passenger flight from New York to L.A.? Because what's that, 3,000 miles? You're asking a lot of questions that I don't know the answer to right questions. now. A lot of questions. 1957. 1957. That's wild. So, no, we are not traveling to other planets currently, and it's not common. Uh, flying clothing. Somebody predicted we'd all be basically wearing suits that made us fly everywhere. I mean, we do look fly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Now, jetpacks do exist now, but they're not common, so no. Uh, number five, I think they were pretty spot on on this one. Concerts would be happening remotely. <clears throat> this did happen. Mm -hmm. They predicted that bands wouldn't have to tour if they didn't want to. Their live performances could reach people right at right at home. I think that's, that is a, yeah, and they got that one right. Uh, we would run out of diamonds, is what they predicted in 1924. By 2024, we'd run out of diamonds. Jewelers thought there wouldn't be any left, and we'd be making synthetic gems out of sugar. Hmm. Now, we haven't run out yet, but synthetic diamonds are a big business right now. Mm -hmm. And there is a ring candy. True. Oh. I'm going to call this one half right. Oh. Yeah. Ring pop. A, give this a half one. Uh, number seven, New York City would have 30 million people, and Canada would have 100 million people. Uh, the, anybody know the real numbers? No. It's, what is it, New York? 21 million or something in Canada, I'm going to say, is 49 million. All right. The, the real numbers are on 8 million in New York, 40 million in Canada. So they were off. Hmm. Uh, wonder what prompted that prediction. I don't know. 8 million in New York, as in like Manhattan? Yeah, as in. The Not the metro, though. Maybe as they started building vertically, because that was one of the first cit cities, metropolises in the nation, so they could start building up. You can house more people yeah, and more and think businesses. If they keep building north, <clears throat> those buildings up, you know, it'll get into Canada eventually, which increases the population. <laughs> mm. get tall New enough. York City population is 8.468 million. Not New York Metro, New York City. Okay, okay. New York City. New York I apologize. City. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, they said jazz would be lumped in with classical music. A, a Russian violinist said it in 1924 to convince people jazz wasn't a, quote, destructive force in the world. Well, I mean, they're on the same stations now. Yeah. Uh, they said men would stop wearing corsets. Girdles, <laughs> girls and corsets were somewhat common for men in 1924. 
Not anymore, but we do have compression shirts. Oh, yeah. The male Spanx is on the rise. That's a thing. They were right and then wrong. Yeah. Because it went away, but now it's back. And they said that uh, people would people would think radios were silly and old school. No. Uh-uh, no. They're cool. They're How awesome. No, radios are cool. Still hip. Quote, the radio <laughs> set that so amazed you the first time you listened to it will excite laughter among Americans in 2024. Well, we hope. We hope we're making you laugh. Yeah. They didn't think radios would go away, just that no one, no one would find the technology all that amazing anymore. <clears throat> which I, Okay. That might be a little true. That's true. Wow. Hey, but had it not been for radios, your podcast and your music in your pocket wouldn't exist, so it is I, still cool. I think the the wonderment of turning on something and, and voices coming out of your speakers. Yeah. I'm not saying, I think it's just so commonplace. We take like it if you granted. got in a car right now and it had a TV in it, you'd be like, there's a TV in this new car. But you just expect a radio to be in there. Like, it's so common. You know what I mean? But even if there was a TV in the car, would you still go now? Whoa, there's no, a TV but in the car. No, maybe not now. But I'm saying, like, you definitely don't even think about the, the radio is just standard. Like, that used to be a, an option that you had to upgrade to, like a luxury. Yeah. And now it's like such a standard yeah. and I'm sure part they of said our the lives. Same, I'm sure they said the exact same thing about TVs, and now we have TVs in our pockets. Right. I, I think the last kind of like, whoa, in a car was the auto drive, was the autonomous driving. That was my last, whoa, mm-hmm. getting in a car. I was there. You were there. And it was, whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, my gosh. I was amazed. You, we both said, we're there. We're, we're there. We're in a Tesla S cruising, <laughs> uh, cruising 64 Boone's Crossing. That's sweet. <laughs> Whoa, man, this is awesome. All right, today is uh, January 25th. Back in the day, 77 years ago, 1947, Al Capone, on the verge of syphilitic insanity, died of neurosyphilis in Miami Beach, Florida. How old was Al Capone when he died? 25? No. 30? 65. 48. Well, he went to prison and got out for a while. He was like in his 40s when he went to prison. I'm going to say he was, yeah, I think somebody's close. I'm going to say 70. Now, one of you is exactly right. And it's the guy that said 48. He was 48 years old when, oh, when wow. he died. Nice. Dang. Uh, 53 years ago, 1971, Charles Manson and the three she-devils that he was with uh, were convicted in Los Angeles of the 1969 Tate LaBianca murders. Uh, Manson said he was inspired by, quote, secret messages he heard on the Beatles' White Album. Speaking of the Beatles, 44 years ago, 1980, Paul McCartney was released from jail and deported after being in prison for 10 days for trying to sneak a half pound of weed through customs at the Tokyo airport. 25 years ago, 1999, the Tom Green Show premieres on MTV. 18 years ago, 2006, Survivor winner Richard Hatch was found guilty of tax evasion for failing to pay taxes on his $1 million grand prize. Dude, I, I haven't seen the Tom Green show in 20-something years, but man, like, really just think of the timing and all that, and I don't think that dude gets the the uh, the due credit for really kind of blowing open those weirdo shows. Yeah, he um, transformed it all. I mean, I'm not saying that he, like, paved the way for Jackass and, and all those things, because they're, they're different animals, but, like... That was of, so silly. The style, yeah, the style of television and the phenomenon that it was in the moment. Man, he used to torture his parents. Yeah, d- I mean, <laughs> the torture of the parents. I mean, where would Bam be without yeah. Tom Green? Tom you know? Green would torture his parents. And who was his co-host? Glenn. Glenn. And Poor then he had, Glenn. who's the guy with the cup? 
that would sit in the window and he just kind of yeah. <laughs> He was the first one to like paint his parents. Didn't he paint his parents' house like plaid or something? Yeah, or he did like, plaid. He painted his dad's. His parents. He, a beautiful picture in his dad's really awesome car. Was uh, Andy Melanakis on that show with him? Or did, was that his own thing? I thought, was that a, was Melanakis a spinoff of Tom Green? I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought just, Andy... I, I just want you know. I watched Tom and and uh, and he was he was kind of a delight in here, and he's a unique person, a unique personality. And I watch him in this RV social media thing that he's doing, and I'm just I'm seeing people everywhere making these multi hundreds of millions of dollars careers off of things that are. He I mean, pioneered. you know what I'm saying? Like I I, I, just, I feel like the world is not just in this scenario. Wasn't Andy Milanakis the man show? That's what I. Maybe that's what it was because he was on the street. Trying to I give ladies drinks. I just so remember being very confused that Tom Green and Drew Barrymore got married. So was everybody. And then, then their they, house burned down. Oh, yeah. They got divorced, and she just had him on her show, her talk show, not too long ago. He, oh, he was on there? Yeah. Wow. He came on, and they, like, talked about their relationship. He no did way. a huge stunt memory. He was, uh, he had a huge, it was a huge announcement, Tom this Green with, with uh, Monica Lewinsky. Yes, where they went all over Canada with their huge announcement. Huge announcement, and it was her a line of handbags or something like that. <laughs> Because every day they're like, yeah, tomorrow we'll be announcing this, and they we have a huge announcement together. in Vancouver. Yeah, dude, he he did um, <laughs> he did uh, he did uh, he like filled in for was it Letterman or or somebody? He did like some sort of late night show thing where he was a host a time or two, didn't he? Uh, you're maybe so. thinking of just his show. No, I thought they gave him like some. I mean, he was. He was a unique personality well, that, that I'm just telling you. A lot ago. of people have been standing on the shoulders yeah. of Tom Green Tom making Green millions. Is that on like Paramount or anything? Like, I don't know where you could find those. I would love to watch those know. again. And I'm not sure how it YouTube. lives. He's one of those, I guess you could say, was starstruck. I was eating at a uh, um, P.F. Chang's. They had a happy hour. And he happened to sit down at the bar with this lady, a couple of rows o- or seats over for me. And the whole time I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Tom Green, Tom Green. And I, I was trying to think of something to say, and I had a cool thing in my head. And when I went over, I just said, "Hey, thanks for all the laughs." Yeah, that's why. That's why I don't talk to Stanley. Ah, the the, the Ray Show interview with just him lost my friend there. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, when he was here. Uh, and seven years ago, 2017, TV legend Mary Tyler Moore dies of cardiac arrest after getting pneumonia. She was 80. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Our beloved David Lee Roth is back in the news. <laughs> with another message. So let's recap on what we've heard from Dave in the last few months. Week? Last week. Last week or so? Last week, he uh, took a shot at Sammy Hagar, telling everyone that he was sex probed by an alien. So that was last week. Uh, Then he said that Alex Van Halen bullied Eddie Van Halen. And now he's taking a shot at the late Eddie Van Halen's son, Wolfie, in the latest episode of The Roth Show on YouTube. We have a couple of audio parts here. Yeah. Um, This first one is him taking to YouTube and essentially, you know, calling Wolfie a crazy kid, a Nepo baby. Let's take a listen. Here is David Lee Roth. This kid, he's complaining the entire tour like I'm not. And the fact that he's got music behind it. Clown music. Clown music music is. A bit much. Ridiculous, but that's that's our David. 
kid. He's complaining the entire tour like I'm not paying enough attention to him on stage. I'm giving him the best. Everything I've got in front of 20, 30,000 people at a clip, and he's complaining. Dave's not paying enough attention to me. Cut to New York City. 20,000 of my closest friends. I walk out into the middle of the stage, and I'm going to do ice cream, man. And what I don't know is this kid has commandeered a couple of monkeys to go in back behind my back and throw out these two great dames that I invited to be my guests to the show. And these dames are in their 40s, okay? Business women. In fact, <laughs> you aren't going to believe this. What he doesn't know is that these two dames work for the accounting firm that represent him, not me. And he throws them out of the building. He's teaching me a lesson. What this doesn't know. They're carrying the paychecks for all 82 people on the road crew. What? And let's play the other audio too. I, it's just insanity, right, which here's... is fine, but kind of sad. Here's more David Lee Roth roasting Wolfgang Van Halen. We're playing the Hollywood Bowl, and Ed's not having a good day this year. I always got to play it like, what if this was the last show I ever have with the brothers? This is important to me. I walk out on stage at the Hollywood Bowl. This is the very last show that we're playing, and I start getting tears in my eyes. I'm about to launch into Ice Cream Man, and this kid. He commandeers two muscle monkeys, locates the one dame that is my guest. She's off in the wings of the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> they find her and throw her out of the building. Wolfie Van Halen's gonna teach me a lesson by throwing out what he thinks is my girlfriend. But guess what? Not only is this an accountant again, and not only is she carrying the paychecks for 82 of us on the road crew, but she's carrying cash bonuses for everybody there. Remember New York City? It's the same lady. And that's how I remember my last show with Eddie Van Halen. So, I, it, first, oh, first of all, I have <laughs> never seen anyone get paid at a show. That's not how it works. I've never seen that. Now, well, may, maybe remember it famous different. stories of Chuck Berry not going on stage and he got paid. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm just saying, like, on the road like that, I've, I've never seen that before. I've never seen somebody come in with cash bonuses. Well, it was the last show, though, so maybe the accountants were there to celebrate with Van Halen yeah, as yeah. the last show. So he was just, like, insinuating maybe. that they were getting paid. What maybe, is it or maybe with that the road music? crew was getting money. What True. is it with that music, man? Like, I, I feel like I, I want a know. funnel cake because I'm in Six yeah. Flags and I've been waiting for Thunder what? River. It's very on brand for... Yeah, <laughs> what isn't in these audio clips is where he calls Wolfgang Van Halen Jesus Christ and he essentially in faux Wolfgang says bro I want people to know I got this job because of my talent I would have had this job anyway even if my dad wasn't God I just want people to know I got this job because of my talent well, that's not fair so anyway that's, that's not fair to say not. about the kid and also and he's not a kid and that Looks was a good fair. time for to say, Van to, Halen to that, I don't like that whole Nepo baby thing like yeah like, he took his son on the road with him. It was, it's some of the best memories that Wolfgang has ever had in his life. His dad's dead. Let him I mean, have that. It's not that. his fault that his dad's, like, you know, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Sure. We need to call Dave and be like, this was too much. We still love you. You're still invited to Riz Show Live. Yeah, we are this leaving a ticket much. for David Lee Roth at the Magic Box office. He can bring the accountant. <laughs> bring them both. Yeah. Bring both accountants. We're going to leave. We'll leave. He sounded three. like Sebastian Manikowsko when he was talking. Maniscalco? Or yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow will be Eddie Van Halen. Would have been Eddie Van Halen's 69th birthday. This is going to be like when uh, Ricky Bobby left a uh, always leaves two <laughs> tickets for Reese Bobby. I've been doing it for a while. At <laughs> every comedy show, there's a DLR plus one. Yeah. So you are. We'll give him a plus two. DLR plus two. 
bring the accountants. Come on in. Come on in. So he'll bring the accountants. Lauren throws them out. Yep. It'll be great. Man. I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. Corey Taylor has shared a new video message addressing fans' concerns over his well-being. You know, he canceled uh, the remaining solo dates he had for North America, which were a lot. And then three weeks later, he revealed that he was going to do a short run of shows over in Asia, which is like a week of shows. And people were confused. Um, And Corey says, the truth of the matter is, I understand why so many of you are upset. I'm just going to break it down for you. Over the last year, I've had a complete and utter breakdown of boundaries, mental health, ego, entitlement, the whole nine yards, culminating in a very, very real near relapse that I kind of don't recognize myself. And he said, the reason I'm keeping the Southeast Asia run, it's literally four shows in a week. I'm going to see how I do with that and just take it day by day, basically. He goes, I'm working on self-care right now, getting the help that I need and surrounding myself with my family. Yeah, the guys, I mean, you read the guys constantly touring, whether it be with Slipknot or Stone Stone Sour Sour or a solo thing. I mean... He, he toured all through, you know, when everything was locked down, he still toured. Yeah. Well, this is reminiscent of, like, Mike Patton have, having his mental breakdown last year because Faith No More was supposed to be here and play, I think, St. Louis Music Park, right? And and then he canceled all of that run of dates and was like, I'm having a nervous breakdown. I can't do this. And everybody just stepped up and was like, hey, man, we love you. Like, take all the time you need. I yeah, think that's very got similar. 4,000 bands. That's nice when people support. Yeah. I, I love that Corey's being transparent, too, for the fans and answering that question. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to, and he, he did, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but when you don't, when you, you when you have a rabid fan base like that dude does, you don't say anything, that's how rumors get started. Sure. And he's nipping that in the bud. So, anybody in here ever been to Coachella? Moon, have you ever been? No. Scott? Nope, never no, been. Neither have I. Yeah. Uh, Coachella is seen... You didn't ask me. I know you did. You said you would never go. <laughs> You're right. I, I know this answer. Ray, if you've never been, I feel like you would go you. to Coachella. Go. I would go, but I haven't been. haven't been. I wouldn't go. So Coachella is seeing the slowest ticket sales in 10 years. For years, music fans went through hoops to get tickets. Uh, from 2014 to 2022. The horrendous. Well, and I have the lineups for horrendous. the last 14 years. <laughs> horrendous. So from 2014 to 2022, tickets sold out in a window ranging in just 40 minutes. Um, so... Like, less than four hours, Coachella would be sold out, and people would have to be finding them. And you're right. The the lineup this year is horrendous, but it's not completely far off from years past. Like, you know, this year they're going to have uh, Doja Cat, Tyler the Creator, Lana Del Rey, and The Return of No Great. Doubt. Okay. See, I'm going to pay how much to drive to the middle of nowhere? For what? For this. Okay. Years past, like in 2014, Outcast, Girl Talk, Muse, uh, Lana Del Rey played then. ACDC played in 2015 with Sweet. Jack White. There's been, the, the headliners have been better than they are this year, but I really did think that the No Doubt return was going to be a big thing. Nah. And it's not, I guess. Not for, maybe it's for sad. people our age. But who's going to Coachella? Young people. Yeah, I'm not 100% Young people sure. don't care about No Doubt. Yeah, I'm not really? sure. Oh, no. I'm not 100% sure No Doubt fans are stoked on Doja Cat or vice versa. No, nobody yeah. are, you know, how much are tickets? Find like out a, how much tickets are. Very expensive. Yeah. To go see a set from No Doubt, great. Mm. To well, drive to, to the middle of nowhere, <clears throat> d- to the desert, to well, tra- this traffic, where am I going to park? <laughs> uh, to see what? Well, Coachella Doja did this Cat. as well. Horrendous. Mm. Festival organizers, they're allowing people to purchase up to eight tickets this year compared to only two. You can only buy a pair of tickets. That was your max in previous years. Yeah, so they're like, demand. please get these tickets out of here. Because uh, I'm sure last year people were like, ah, this is not worth it. <laughs> like maybe you'd have like returning people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we had a great time last year. We're yep. gonna, hey, maybe this will be a yearly thing, a yearly thing for us. 
And they went out there like, this is garbage. Last year was Bad Bunny. <laughs> so much money. Gorillas, Calvin Harris, Blink-182, and Frank Ocean. Oh, Gorillas, that's pretty yeah. cool. Okay. That's oh, wait, wait, was that the, the Frank Ocean one? Was it yeah. Frank Ocean that was like oh, a total disaster? Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yes. it was, that was awful. Okay, here we go. General admission, $4.99 to, five, to $5.49. I'm sorry, what? For the whole bucks? weekend. General admission... For, for the weekend. Does that get me a camp? $4.99 plus fees. Tier 2, $5.49 plus fees. Tier 3, $5.99 plus fees. Whoosh. General admission plus, if I want a shuttle, that's $6.19 for Tier 1. Hmm. $6.69 for Tier 2, $7.19. Damn, dude. VIP, $1,069. But that's not too far off from like Lollapalooza's prices or like... Sonic Temple Fest I went to last year. That's that's pretty on par with how expensive it is. Car camping, got a 149 bucks plus fees. Preferred car camping, tent camping, 149 bucks. The hell out of here. Yep. And the sad news is the pick one a stick stand. The original Stop it. sold it. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe those aren't that bad of prices for what you're getting. I don't think it's a whole weekend. I don't think that's pretty far off from other festival pricing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about this? Dustin Lynch finally got some payback after an introduction that happened last year at a concert where Luke Bryan received major blowback for the way that he introduced him, uh, where Luke said that no one has taken more drugs, more IVs, and no one has passed more STD tests than Dustin Lynch. And so while he was joking, it did not go over well. Um, you know, Fox News, just the general public did not understand that Luke Bryan was kidding through all of that. So what does Dustin Lynch do? He hires the Roastmaster General, Jeff Ross, to introduce Luke Bryan, and we have some audio from that video of Jeff Ross. Here. Stand by. Okay. Bryan introduced me on stage, and it ended up making headlines back in the States. TMZ did not get it. Fox News didn't get it. And I've had one whole year to think about how to do this. Hey, I don't deserve this. I hired the best roaster of all time to roast you people. I hope Better you be don't good. mind me crashing the playa. It's an honor to introduce Luke Bryan. Or as I like to call him, the other country singer on TV who wasn't hot enough to marry Gwen Stefani. Luke has a new single out called Southern and Slow. Congrats, Luke. You're finally writing something autobiographical. <laughs> you ever wondered what a Mexican music festival hosted by Beavis and Butthead would look like? Here it is. And please welcome number one. That's a good That's a good That is that's, awesome. That's a good intro. I love it. 108 on the top 100. It is festival <laughs> season. The 2024 Bourbon and Beyond Festival in Louisville was announced. Zach Bryan, Dave Matthews Band, uh, Neil Young is going to be there. The National, uh, War on Drugs, Black Pumas, the Beach Boys, Melissa Etheridge, all sorts of people. It is the world's largest music, food, and bourbon festival. And tickets are on Last year, like Pearl Jam played. That was one I was actually considering going to. Yeah, you could drive there. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Last year was like Alanis Morissette, Jack White, Pearl Jam. It was like a stacked lineup. Mm. This one, ah, stay home. Beck this will be there. You horrendous. care about that? No, oh, not right. enough to drive to, where is it, Nashville? It's a bourbon trail, to, though. Not, uh, Louisville. Louisville. You've never done the bourbon trail. Yeah, but I'll go to the, I'll do the bourbon trail. All right. 
Netflix is getting rid of its cheapest ad-free plan, making the cut in Canada and the UK first. So if you have that $11.99 basic subscription like I do, it is getting cut in these different countries. No word on when it's going to happen in the U.S., but it's coming. The Daily Show on Comedy Central still hasn't found a permanent replacement for Trevor Noah, who left the show in 22, but Jon Stewart is returning on Mondays during uh, this year's election year. Starting in February, he'll end it in November, but he will also serve as executive producer. And then The Daily Show will be hosted for the rest of the week by different correspondents. Boy, that is them saying we cannot find anybody. I wish he would come back so bad. We can't find anybody to host this thing. So... John Stewart, everybody, at least for one day. Yeah, one day a week. NASCAR is getting a docu-series treatment with a new Netflix show called NASCAR Full Speed. <laughs> Fans are going to get a deeper look into the 75-year-old racing sport, one of the biggest spectator sports in the U.S. NASCAR Full Speed will feature five 45-minute episodes and premieres next Tuesday, January 30th. We have audio of the trailer, if you care. Okay, here's the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right. Yeah. And? And? See ya. <laughs> and? and so far. Uh, oh. Started that movie, uh, Gran Turismo, by the way. And, oh, uh, is that with the guy from Stranger Things? Uh, Yeah, yeah, David Harbour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, David Harbour and um, Orlando Bloom. And it's about, like, you know, them taking the kid from uh, from the, the GT, video game, yeah, yeah, from the GT simulator to race in real cars. It's good enough. It was, That's what I heard. It's okay. It was good. All right, here's the uh, NASCAR trailer. Going to the playoffs, you know the intensity is higher. Ten races, sixteen drivers. I get what it is. Well, if you're a fan <laughs> of any of these drivers, like for instance, I got it, uh, you got it, you got the gist. Ryan Blaney, William Byron, uh, Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson, everybody's going to be in this thing. So if you're a NASCAR fan, you're excited. I am. I would watch this. And finally, John Cena. When is he going to retire? Well, he's been doing more acting than wrestling lately, but he told Entertainment Tonight that his days of competing in the WWE ring will soon be done. He says, inside I feel great, but I know what it takes to be a WWE performer, right? You know, right now, night in and night out. I don't know if I ever want to go out there and uh, do it just to be doing it. So he says that he's going to be done before he hits the big 5-0. He is turning 47 this year, so we can expect John Cena to retire in the next couple of years. Uh, man, Peacemaker, is that coming back? That's got to be. It left, it, on, it, left it on a cliffhanger. It was great. He's like a superhero in that, right? Two seasons? Yeah. Two Eagleys. Eagle is one, uh, one of the greatest characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Somebody, somebody's got a, a great point on the instant feedback with Coachella. There's 5,000 festivals now. I know. Like, Coachella was like... What, what, it was like three at the time. It was time. like three at the time. Right. It was like Austin City Limits, Coachella, and Lala. And what was it, Bonnaroo? And Bonnaroo, yeah, yeah, so four. And now there's bourbon and, you know, Lala Blues, blah, 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 and five Point Fest. Point yeah. Fest. <laughs> yeah. The uh, list of celebrities celebrating a birthday today is about as good as the headliners for Coachella because I know one of these names. Okay, Follow go ahead. Along. Let me see if I know Sweet. any Claudia of these Kim yep. is 39. She's Christine. from? Uh, she's from Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Christina uh, Ochoa. Okay. What is she from? A uh, Million Little Things. I know that one. She's 39. Alicia That's Keys that. is 43. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. I know her. Charlie Booley. Charlie Charlie Booley. Charlie Booley. <laughs> oh, yes. He's very good. Charlie Char- Booley. Uh, Charlie Booley. This person is in Nashville and Twilight. Uh, they're 43. Mia Kirshner. Yep. Yep. From she's Star great. Trek Discovery and The L Word is 49. Anna Ortiz. Dude, she's great. Yes, she's great. 
<laughs> in Ugly Betty, Ugly Betty, Whiskey, Cavalier, and Devious Maids. Uh, she's 53. Uh, Haney Wolfgram. Oh, heck yeah. Haney. I, like, I loved her last record. Yes. 56. From where? Where is she from? Uh, the biggest hits are Crush on You, You Got It All, and Make It Real. Told Remember you. the yeah. 80s? Yeah. Jennifer Lewis. There's the uh, ice. Yeah, Jenny Jerry Lewis. Lewis's daughter. Okay, nope. She's from oh. uh, the PJs and is Becca Twig in Castaway and is on Blackish. What was the one? Make it real. What was the name? What was her name? What'd you What'd you say? That the one who had the eighties. Oh, uh, Haney Wolfgram. H A I N I. Wolf Graham with two M's. Hmm. Jennifer Lewis is sixty-seven. Dinah Manoff. Yeah, the ice skater from Soap and Empty Nest is a sixty-eight and. Well, actually, you know, I do know this guy. Andy Cox from the English Beat and Fine Young Cannibals is 68 years old. Man. So, two. I knew two. What a weird day. Big list. Big list. Big day. What is it? January 25th? Happy birthday, Alicia Keys. That's right. <laughs> Alicia Keys Day. Uh, today's Porno Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Zoe Britton. And today's birthday girl has been in 197 fine films, including All Girls All the Time, one and three, Bad Guys Tie Smart Girls, Big Butt TV, Boobs and Brews, Booty Camp, Filet of Booty, <laughs> Finger Licking Good Seven, Nice Rack 17, Trapped and Wrapped, and Who Could Forget a Roll in 2006's Surprised, Hogtied, and Struggling. Yo, did anybody on Filet of Booty just go right back to the movie Alive or that new show, The Something or Other of Snow? Oh, gosh. From the guys. Oh, uh, where they eat, eat Yeah, man. Eat How can you say Filet of Booty and not think of that? I went somewhere else in my brain. I went somewhere else, too. Uh, Zoe Britton is uh, 45 <laughs> years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on. Did you find did you I didn't find go anything? anywhere because I lived there. <laughs> did you find anything booty? from the- Lay from... booties were my brain. That's my default. From Andy Wolfgram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, it's a dude. Thought oh, was, I, I, I apologize, Mr. Wolfgram. Oh. <laughs> Pretty name, though. Uh, no. No, I lost interest. Yes, I have too. Sorry, no offense to Andy Wolfgram. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. And happy birthday. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and uh, let's give away some stuff. Should we play Password just real quick? Yeah. Let's do it. Riz Show Password, quick game. All right, we'll get, uh, we'll get two people on the phone. You guys get to pick teammates. One of the Riz Show here. Rafe is out because he is the host. Does host. So Rafe will give us the password. We'll have to give you one word clues and you'll have to guess the password uh two out of three right you win your choice of prizes point fest tickets bush tickets some 41 tickets or tickets to go see hardy if you want to play ratio password 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833 we'll play next the Rizzuto show traffic and weather i've got the play sheet you made i just printed them i'll go get them oh you did okay. yeah I like that you want to use them, though, because I'm a freak and I, I made like, a damn little... damn it. Learn made a nice... Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you got to call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time they get better with woods remember i had 
that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. little play sheet for us here in the studio to keep ourselves organized. Thank you. Bye. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show now with 25% more ass ruling. Happy birthday, Riz! <laughs> you got apple juice? Not apple juice, applesauce? Yeah, you uh, you get down on some unsweetened apple pouches for children. Uh, yeah. like a kid's ass apple, you know, applesauce pouch. I, you know what? It's funny. Like my friends will bring their kids over, and I always have the best snacks. Like I always buy those these. are good. I got the best granola. I got candy. What do you want? Auntie Learns got everything in her <laughs> closet, her little yeah. cabinets. And they just go in and get it. It's Gerber graduates. It's kind of disturbing. <laughs> you like uh, you like apple juice? No, not really. It's apple fine. sauce. It's huh. fine. It's maybe the most refreshing thing you, you ever have. Only when... this, only Martinelli's. But apple but juice. but I, I never seek it out. But the few times that I have Inferior it, you, you get it, and you go, oh my goodness, oh, you've never this had is Martinelli's. amazing. I guess, man, dude, it's a game changer. Martinelli's apple juice. World market. They sell them everywhere. Chill. Oh, really? It's fine. Oh. Cold, cold. But only that one brand for me. It comes in a little glass container, looks yeah. like a grenade. See, I can even drink the cheap stuff, man. Take me back to Sunday school. It's nah, I don't like the cheap so stuff. So good. Martinelli's. Don't sleep on it. All right. I'm not going to buy it, but thank you. <laughs> I'm going to buy you one, you hey, jerk. thing you don't like, here's the best Here, version. Have some free sh- <laughs> No, you're going to like it. I'm going right, to force you to like right, it. Bring me some Martinelli's apple piss or whatever. It's oh. It's apple juice. That's what I said. <laughs> it does look like pee-pee. All right, let's uh, give away some stuff uh, sponsored by today's Flynn, contest. Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, we're playing Riz Show Password. Now, guys, please pay attention. I threw that thing, and I think some applesauce got on the board or possibly you? near you. Oh, oh my, my apologies. Me, it was the lid. I didn't know there was applesauce stuck in it. Actually, on your hat. Can you? No. I'm I mean. sorry. I'll cl- you know I'll clean it up. It's fine. It's fine. It's right here. Yeah. I see it. I'll get it. Just sneeze so you don't know the differences. Are. There you go. It's a disaster over here. I'm sorry. 
Okay, anyway, racial password. So we'll get you guys on the phone. Uh, you guys on the phone will pick a teammate, uh, myself, Moon, Learn, or King Scott. Rafe will tell us in the studio here the password. Uh, we will give you one-word clues. And you have to guess the password. That's it. Simple game. Please, for the love of God, pay attention to yeah. the clues before. All right. Now, Rafe, if you, uh, yeah, the form of, so if you're close... Correct. Right, give the example. Example, if the word was pharmacy and you said pharmacist, I will say form of. You have one opportunity to correct your answer, and then the next person can steal. Right. Okay, two out of three right. Two out of three wins. You win your choice of prizes. Point Fest 2024 tickets, Bush tickets, some 41 tickets, or Hardy tickets. All right, here we go. Uh, Justin and O'Fallon. Justin. Hello. All right, Justin, pick Hello. a teammate. Um, King Scott. All right, Justin and King Scott. Nice. Okay. Hang on. The King. Uh, who's this? Donathan? Yes. All right, so it's Donathan, not Jonathan. Yeah, Donovan with a D. Donovan? Donovan? Oh, Donovan. 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 Oh, Donovan. Uh. Scott wrote Donathan. I go, what the hell kind <laughs> of hippie <laughs> name is so that? Said, yeah, with that's Donovan. his brother. So yeah. said, with that's the not right. He's a twin, man. Jonathan and Donathan. <laughs> Johnny and Donnie. Donovan. All right, Donovan, pick a teammate. Uh, Riz. Oh, God. Mistakes, Mistakes on, were made this morning, Donovan. All right. All right. Okay, well, okay. we got this. All right. Here's a password. All right. Rave's going to show us the password. Uh, Riz show password. Okay. Got it? Okay. I'll show it around the room once our competitors have seen it. And King Scott was selected first, so he gets to, he gets to, to Yeah, he first. will give the first clue first. He will give the first clue, and then if you win, you have the opportunity to play or pass moving forward. So, King Scott, please give your first clue. Oh, boy. Um, all right, I'm going to go first on this one. Yes, you have to go first. I'm going to say Miami. Donovan, I'm going to give you a clue so good. And if you don't get it. Just say the word. You can't be talking about this right now. He's cheating. He's cheating. Jeez, dude, you'd be the first one to yell at us. Yeah. Knock it off. Say a word. Donovan, pay attention. (laughs) Flipper. Oh, you can't say that word. Don't say the word. It definitely wasn't the word. Does that count as his guess? No. Oh. What? He said a word, though. Donovan. I didn't say nothing. Um. Let's go. You got Flipper in Miami. Yeah. Dolphin. Yeah, man. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Good, right. good clue. Good clue. Who Sorry said? Who that, said Justin. the F word? Was that you, Justin? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. It was just <laughs> <laughs> somebody said the F word under their breath. It was, it, it was probably my like clue, like Flipper. Oh, Damn. You know what? It was probably King's guy. <laughs> oh, was that Scott? Yes, yes. It could have been my belly just All gargling. Right, here's it's... your next clue for <laughs> password yes. and possible FCC fines. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's right. just nice that I wasn't the one getting dumped for a change. Yep. Okay. Uh, since I won, I have the choice to give the clue or pass. I will pass to King Scott. Okay. Thank you. Let's go. Um, let's see here. Uh, Come on, brain. All right, let's go with uh, bakery. <laughs> bakery. Donuts. <laughs> 
right, Donathan. I'm going to give you a call. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, he, <laughs> all right, Mother F. I'm going I'm to give you. Okay, here we go. Um, small. I don't work small. Can I get King Scott's clue? Nope. Nope, you had to be paying attention. Sorry, buddy. Uh, small. Donathan, come on, man. <laughs> Tiny? You can't hear the first clue. Donathan, Pay killing attention. me. Pay <laughs> attention. All right, Justin, you, you got the clues, so we're going to do this. Let's go with hostess. Go with what? Hostess. Uh, it's cut now. What are you? Hostess. Hostess. H-O-S-T-E-S-S. Hostess. All right. Bakery, small, hostess. Oh, man. Three, two. I, I, I don't. That's all right. We All right, got Donathan. It. Icing. Twinkie. Twinkie? No. Hmm. All right, Justin. I can't be in here. I gotta go. Why? Because you know the thing that'll unlock it. It's driving me insane. Oh, is there man. is there a word that will unlock this? Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, I'm gonna say. Oh goodness. Let's do. Um, we'll just make it. Yeah, blueberry. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Muffin. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wait, We're how many do we have? When do I read these at five or six? Uh, five. five. So We're now. At five. All right. We Donathan. Just, hold on. Pay Donath attention, please. Donathan, pay attention. Bakery, small hostess, icing, blueberry. <laughs> Bakery, small hostess, icing, blueberry. And your next clue is uh, birthday. What cake? Say hey, again. Hey. Pay Form attention. Of. Form of. Uh, three. Uh, ho, ho. Ho, God, ho, ho. No, God damn it. <laughs> Form of What a display. We have, what a display. We have the two highest people in St. Louis on yeah. the phone right now. <laughs> Just uh, to, to the next. Uh, to, no. To the What's next. Not, hey. We're still going. Still going. Still yeah, going. Yeah, keep right. going. King okay, Scott. Um... Oh boy, let's see. Um, how do you word that without saying anything? The um, like uh, sleeve. Sorry, sleeve. He is too. Sleeve. S L E E V E. Yeah. <laughs> my blood pressure. Nope. My blood pressure is just not healthy. I gotta open my banana here. My God. Blueberry sleeve icing birthday. What the. Oh, God. <laughs> Deep breaths. Bro. Don't. Pie. Apple pie. This the is... little apple pie thing. No. Pie. I mean, I'm watching right. a train wreck at three yeah. miles an hour. Okay. All right. Let's go. Riz, this will be the eighth clue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We've never gone this far. And final okay. clue. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. we had form I'm, of, and I I, that else. blows my mind. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I, I, there is something you could say. I'm going to say Jilly's. That's I mean, Jilly's? Jilly's what? You said Jilly's? Yeah. He, did. he said Jilly's. I don't know what else. Oh, uh, man. I don't know what else. It's a form of cake. 
Oh man, you guys got me cut. Okay, now. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, he said it. Yes, he said it. Yeah, yeah, he said it. Yeah. Yeah. The buzz. You never would have followed. You never would have Oh, come on. Okay, oh, yeah, whatever. Right. I just want to get back to the movie. I want it to be over. He said it. I want these guys off the phone. I want them both off the phone. Get them off. Riz one, get them off the phone. Remember, and when he said form of, you know, so cake was in the word. So form of. Ho ho. And then someone said, ho, ho. Where was Blueberry? <laughs> what is Blueberry? Sleep. What's a Blueberry company? <laughs> it's like, I said that as soon as I met Red Velvet, and I said Blueberry for some dumb reason. I'm like, Red Velvet was well, two words. Small yeah, was a bad clue, too. You suck Anyways. at this as well. Small is not a bad word. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, it's, it's on the path. Next. I know where you're going I don't know, man. I was trying to guys, connect the clues hostess? until he said Blueberry, and that threw everybody off. Hostess should have been the word. Yeah, it should have ended at Hostess. Yeah. It should have ended about 20 times. What was your unlock word? Muffin. What? No, no, no. No, muffin is not an mm -hmm. unlock word for cupcake. The host, With the other hostess, hostess, hostess was the unlock in that pattern, in that in that path. My blood pressure was going crazy because they should have had it 15 minutes when ago. When he said form of, would it would have been smart to say mug next or something? So that way it's like, Dude, if you remember the form of cake. Oh. A muffin is a G-rated cupcake. That's all a muffin is. Guys, just yeah. kick these people off the phone. And next callers, <laughs> uh... Try not to be the two highest people in the city of St. Louis. <laughs> Try not to have just finished your eighth bong rip right that before was wild. we Well, Learn and Moon are playing now. Oh, God. Okay, All great. Right. Learn and Moon. Who do we have uh, Brandon, hello. Sounds Brandon. Good. Sounds like hey, attacked. what's up, guys? Right, you got, thanks, buddy. You got Learn or Moon. Who do you want? Oh, my God. Uh, let's take Moon. Right, Brandon and... What is that beeping? Brandon's he's, pumping gas. He's, out, he's, he's on the beach looking for money. He's diffusing a bomb. He's my truck. I'm okay, sorry. Tell your truck to shut up. Uh, Aaron, A-A-Ron, you are with Learn. He's on the bomb squad, so he's in the middle of work right now. A-A-Ron! A-A-Ron, where are you? Where is A-A-Ron right now? Aaron! Aaron. Aaron. Aaron's out. Aaron gone. You're about, you're Steven! Hello. Hey, all right, Hello. you're with Learn, okay? Hi, Steven, let's go. Uh, that's who I was going to pick anyway. Great. I love you. It works out well. Okay. Here we go, Brandon. Woo! Let's oh go, Brandon. Brandon. Okay. With the beeping. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Beeping Brandon. Me and beeping Brandon. You want your word? Going to take this game. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing? just looking off in the middle distance. Learn is completely. She's like a Marine who just got back from three tours. She's just that last one was off. hard, man. Uh, he's not looking. You don't think this one is? This is hard. Not for me. All right. You really gotta be paying attention. Moon, you will be first since you were chosen first by Brandon. You know. <sighs> All right, I gotta think about this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Brandon. If I did, I would know whether I should go this way or that way. Okay, I'm gonna say this. <sighs> Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Definition, please. Can't. Uh, Mad Mardigan. It's I have no guess character from a movie. It's you don't a, get to ask for definitions. So. <laughs> this isn't like this official password. This is not the script spelling me. I, I, just, just pay attention. Could you please yeah. use it in a it's sentence, like a including the password? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, learn. And A-A-Ron slash Steven. Steven. Hey, Steven, here we go. <clears throat> Weeping. Ready? Hmm. Uh... 
meteors. Brandon, tree. Tree, sounds like willow something. Um, I'm just gonna go with willow. There we yeah, go. there we go. Sure. All right. There we go. Oh All right. God. See, Great I wasn't, job, Brandon. I wasn't sure how old Brandon, Brandon was. Brandon. Great job, man. I thought if he was of a certain age, he would know Mad Mardigan. Well, I mean, that's the name of Lauren's cat. I know. I thought that was gonna be her clue. I was Mad well, Mardigan. Not is everybody the name knows that. Knows that. So. It's a cool cat name. Okay, Mad so from the movie, well, uh, Moon and Brandon are up on. Here's an easy one. Like, oh, great. So you guys can... Oh, my God. Let's really ruin the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Here's I'm, a nice, simple one. This, I'm gonna, shouldn't, uh, uh, this shouldn't make the entire room come apart at all. Brandon, I'm going to pass, and I'm going to let Learn do the first clip. All right. All right. Steven, pay attention. Steven. Right. Instrument. Uh, guitar. Let's build. Let's build a tune. Let's, <laughs> let's get a base and let's build. Hmm. Right, Moon and Brandon. Moon and Brandon. Childs. 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 Instrument. Xylophone? Yes! Oh, nice. Thank you. Nice. What? Xylophone. Holy cow. Brandon. Congratulations. Brandon's playing a xylophone right now. I don't know what is going on. This horns honking, cars crashing. (laughs) I love that we're gunshots. I just I love that people don't even think about that before they call in. They're just like, yeah, I I am in the middle of a a gunfight. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, But I want to go see some 41. I really want to see some 41 (laughs) and Hardy. Oh, man. That's great. That was great, though. Hey, good for him. He, All right, we're he good. That, that was good. great, guys. <laughs> good, good matchups right there. That was great. The whole form of thing with the cupcake one cake, that was killing right. me. Form of ho 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 ho. Get out of here. Podcast title: Form of ho ho. Yeah. Jesus. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right. Oh, some man. of your emails next. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some that people out there took saying so long that we only did two games. Yeah, yeah. There's some people out there that are saying like, oh, "I hate this game." No, you don't. You Get love in on it. it. You love it. You love the tension. You love that we're getting angry with everybody. <laughs> oh, you hate it. So try to play, haters. Get in next time. I was losing my mind over here though. Get in next time. That was tough. Jerks. Sekar and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I know I said I'm not drinking during the week anymore, but after that game. Yeah, thanks for giving us shots. <laughs> Line them up. Yeah, that was nice. Well, today is a day maybe you'll sneak a little whiskey into your coffee. Because today is National Irish Coffee Day. That's today. You know Irish. National Irish Coffee Day. That's perfect. Uh... For this weather, I mean, look at this crap. Dude. Yeah, man, seasonal depression is big are you today. Saying, are you I'm, I'm dude, my a wife big is sad. Bummed. Day, yeah. I could tell my household was just gloomier. The kids were reacting to things slightly differently. Everybody just kind of sick of it. Well, you know, I'm a ray of sunshine uh, everywhere I go. I bring the light. Yeah. 
bring the light and the and the joy. You're like the uh, sunshine in the Teletubby show where it was the baby. Yeah. Only it's your face. Well, my wife, you know, she said to me yesterday, she goes, I'm, you know, I really can't wait till, can't wait till spring. It's really affected me this year. Mm. I feel like, What do you want me to do about it? That's how I'm compassionate. Just listen. Yeah, just, just be there. <laughs> That's how, <laughs> That's Vitamin how compassionate D. I am. What, uh, what could I do? <clears throat> what could I do to brighten your day? Give her Irish coffee. Lady. Well, winters in the Midwest have, have seemed milder in recent years. Really? Yeah, yeah. they definitely been. But they're still terrible. Uh, so a new poll asked people uh, for their favorite season where they live, and the most popular answer in the Northeast, Midwest, and West are summer. So our favorite season in the Midwest here is summer. Spring was number one in the South, and it was a close second to summer out West. Mine Winter, used to be first half of my life it was spring. Now it's autumn for sure. Hands down. Yeah, me too. I'm a spring guy. Yeah, yeah I like I, the birth. I like all the new things growing. And I think excitement. I would be if it weren't for the bugs. Because sometimes, man, I, and, it's, and I think it's where I live, too. We got the creek behind our house, and it's like mosquito heaven. Well, dude. winter was the least favorite season for everyone, everywhere, especially in the Midwest here. Only 8% of Midwesterners said uh, that the uh, Midwestern winters are their favorite. Who are these monsters? Yeah. Dude, I, I, do there are people that have their money tied up in... Um, Ski resorts. Yeah. But no, I think if I it so. actually snowed and we could keep snow on the ground, I think people would love winter more in the Midwest. Yeah, man. I, I, I've yeah, said that. This is gross. I've yeah. said that a bunch. Right now it's just mud. All it's this gross. is mud. Yeah, I've said that a bunch. I don't mind the cold if there's snow. It's, yeah, it it's, makes sense then. But this garbage. And it's going to be 57 degrees next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's spring. So with, with National Irish Coffee Day, new poll found 35% of American adults occasionally, you know, like a little booze in their coffee. Espresso martinis are, are hot these days, right? Yeah, You've especially never had on road trips. I've never had one. I've never ordered one. You need to get on it, man. It's so good. I've had a sip. I've had sips. It's fancy. What is it, a martini that tastes like Coffee? an espresso? Yeah, it does. And they usually, if they're real fancy, they'll put a little espresso bean in the middle yeah. of the foam. Instead of an olive. Delish. Yeah, yeah. it's like a shot. Of, put it like a, a shot of espresso in, in a martini. And shake it up. And shake it up. It's, it's, it's good stuff. I mean, isn't that just like a fancier, Very trendy. more uppity way of, of doing Red Bull and vodka? Up yeah. and down. It's an elevator. Uh, there's some there's some places that like you know specialize in them, and yeah, it's fine. I'm just saying, like, the, oh, isn't that not? You probably don't want to go in there and bang six or seven of those things because uh, it's I'll probably not good for your body. It's like a good I'll, it'll dessert. Put you on your ass. Yeah, put you on your ass with your heart at 97 BPM. So there was a poll about normal non-alcoholic coffee. Let's see how let's see how normal by the numbers we are. We're all coffee drinkers here. Let's see how normal we are by the numbers. 73% of Americans drink coffee every day. Uh, wh- how many cups would you guys say? You're on your second cup, Moon? Is it, yeah, you've been, you been tracking? <laughs> no, I'm just, I just saw you just got another because I yeah, heard sipping. My, yeah, I was trying to scale down, and then I found myself a couple weeks ago catching myself. I was up to three. But this is not the craziest stuff. I'm used to motor oil at home. During the week, I'm one cup. Uh, weekends, I'll do two cups. I'm two cup. Two cup. <sighs> Rafe, you I'm are way, I'm way fueled by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably drink a pot of coffee a day. Really, Scott? I'm right around Rafe's level there. Around a pot of coffee. You guys drinking later in the day? Oh, no, yeah. my I cut off at five. Mine's at noon. Five. I'm done yeah. at noon. Yeah, I stop. I stop by. I'll have an afternoon uh, carafe. Yeah, I have to have one drink <laughs> at five to get me to bedtime, so I can have enough energy to fall asleep. It just depends on what I'm doing. Uh, the most common answer was one or two cups, but almost 
half of us drink more than that, including people like Rafe and King Scott, at least six cups a day. It's probably more where I'm at. And as you're yawning. Yeah. Dave Grohl level. And I'll get another one. You know, I did the thing um, some, sometimes, like my wife will have some coffee left over, and I'm one of those freaks that doesn't care if it's room temperature, if it's been sitting there all day, yeah. I'll just drink it. I don't, I don't mind. And if I'm, if I, uh, if I have something to do and I can only take like a 20 minute nap, you know, or a 20, 25 minute yeah. nap, I'll take a little bit of coffee before the nap. Cause it definitely it's helps mostly me get else. Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 51% of us will hit up a coffee shop this week. Our favorite spots are Starbucks followed closely by Duncan. Uh, 89% of us will make coffee at home at least once a week, 66 daily. Now the energy boost isn't the top reason we drink coffee. 83% like the way it tastes. 67% need the caffeine. 43% says it makes them more productive. 29% like the health benefits. And 20% of us drink coffee to suppress our appetites. I like the ritual of it. Yeah. I like I have my iced coffee on the way to work. I chug that down. And then I like on Saturdays and Sundays getting up and making coffee and just sitting there with it. Uh, only 18% of us take our coffee black down. I like my coffee black. That's down 56% in the past two years. Men are more likely, more than twice as likely as women to skip the cream and sugar. Coffee creamer is now more popular than half and half. 2% milk is third, followed by almond milk and oat milk. Sugar is still the top sweetener. And on average, we add three packets. Damn, dude, that's sweet. It's a lot, yeah. I do like that part of the ritual I like is the prep. The pour, and then just the right amount of cream as it's, you know, spinning, and then maybe, like, just a half a packet of Splenda or something, and, like, adding it, the alchemy of of making the perfect cup yeah. feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. Uh, 29% of us drink decaf at least sometimes. No, never. Around one in five of those people switch to decaf late in the day. Not me. Yeah, we do that I every do. once in a while. I do it for the health benefits of that, because I, I get point. too jittery. Heart rate goes up. Decaf's a I good thing. I just don't have coffee, then. It's like, oh, pizza, cauliflower crust. I'd rather just not. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> I'd rather just not. You've I just have the real thing. This is five a.m. today. The real thing or nothing. <laughs> uh, do you absolutely despise coffee? Uh, you're one of a very few select who say that. Only two percent of us hate coffee. You know, it's funny. I don't think my parents have ever tried it. What? I don't think they've ever had it. Nor is my sister. Ever. What? Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's the you know, forbidden drink. What? Don't you think you not when- tried coffee? Your mom has not tried coffee? Doubtful. I mean, is it like a sinful thing? No, 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 no. No, just never. Just never been she interested. tried it once. I think we have audio of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so cool. Now, it she is. Has it. now she's addicted yeah, to Diet just, Coke. But just once. <clears throat> but nope, not, not coffee. Never, never oh, had man. it in the house. Never, really. Yeah, I, I mean, they're they not against a coffee it. maker, then, huh? They're just, you know, lame. I guess. Do your parents even have a coffee maker? No, no, definitely. Not. <gasps> Why would they have a coffee? Because maker? the people Guest? come over. No one comes over to my parents' house. Nah, dude. Now, even when they had like bridge, because you know they they do bridge with church and all that, and there was never coffee there. No, never coffee. No, I was not, I didn't, even I never, at the church. I never saw coffee until. Well, I probably saw coffee at the church, but like, uh, I mean, other than my uncle, who was, you know, who I would see at Christmas and Thanksgiving, um, 
There was nobody in the family. As a kid, we'd have people popping in all all, all the time at all hours. Like for coffee yeah. to for drink coffee, your things. No, to, for coffee and Cigarettes. and cake. Oh yeah, we had that too. <laughs> no, it was we, always we always had to have a cake on hand, really? or something. That's always, awesome. because you never know who was going to come by. When I was growing up, there were always popovers because we lived very close to family. No, we did not. And there was always somebody at the house. And you always had to have an emergency cake, but usually something Entenmann's, like a coffee cake or some kind of strudel, mm-hmm. and then coffee was on. Always. Yeah, no, that's a foreign foreign concept to me, man. I've never had never had a coffee maker, never had coffee. That might be child nev- abuse. You never knew who was going to come over. Like, it could be an aunt and uncle, wh- whatever. Oh, we always knew who was coming over, and that was no one. Huh. Yeah, she never gave me coffee. Sometimes there'd be a phone call, sometimes there wouldn't be. I like, like that. knock at the door, okay, there's an aunt and uncle. What's my- come on in for coffee and cake. It just was a thing. Yeah, my grandma's house was the kind where the door was never locked, and people just show up. Church member, whoever it was, people from the community has always came over, and she always had that stuff ready, coffee or whatever. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's fun. No, it was, I mean, it was, it was a you know great way of growing up, and there was again, there was always in the drawer, there was always a company cake, or some kind of, some kind of pastry. I appreciate that. All their social stuff was always, um, you know, church related, softball games, the Wednesday night things, and they, so they would do like dinners and and, and you know. Those kind of things, but they're always out. They were never at somebody's house, except for the bridge club thing that they would do, or maybe they still do it. I don't know. But even then, huh, there's no coffee. There's no nothing. Some card tables. I, I, listen, that's not a thing anymore. Bunch you know, of gray hairs playing cards. The popover's not a thing anymore. I miss it. I, 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 I do kind of miss that that way of, of doing things in, in a way. Now I don't want anybody popping over my house. I'll yeah, be honest with I you. I was gonna say. <laughs> so you want me to quit doing that? So you just like my parents? I, yeah, like I like I. But nobody does it anymore. Nobody does it anymore. Well, they were it ahead of their be, time, buddy. It used to be a way of, <laughs> of just people getting together. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just show up my if you just showed up my house without without calling, like, what the hell are you doing here? Oh yeah, and yeah. dude, and the crazy thing is, my parents were teachers, and we're up super early because they would have to drive us to school before going to their own schools, and then never drink coffee. And my dad was like a night owl, like uh, probably still is, but he would go to bed at midnight or one, and be up at five. Getting ready for school and all that. No coffee. No. No coffee. Nothing. nothing. No coffee. No booze. No. No. Real man stuff. No. I sure did have my Dr Pepper though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get to a couple of emails. Riz Show one zero five seven the point dot com. Okay. Well, should we start with? We had a couple something of food simple. ones. We had some something simple. It's never simple. <laughs> emails are brought to you by Kloss Furniture. Lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. Um, well, here's something simple. I got caught up in a Chicago vortex last night and Color My World came up. And I think Moon would kick ass at this particular tune. It's not a long song, but it is sweet. Love the show. Three out of five stars. That is one that I don't know. Color Color. My World from Chicago. Uh, I don't know if I know this. I think this is 90s Chicago. Is this David Foster? At least 1970. Is this David Foster Chicago or pre? Is this more the rock version or the, uh, let's get some, uh. Strings and scents and all that kind of stuff. Oh, this is definitely 70 Chicago, right? So far, it's boring. 1970. <laughs> Soundtrack for looking out this window. Right I know. Now. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a foggy day in Is this a classical piece of? It's my side. Oh, my God. Get to Where's it. Where's the what horn? The, what the hell song is this? 
Just so you know. Yeah, you're right, but it would I, be great I, if this two piano keys. I would attack this differently. You're not going to fast forward? I don't want to miss a second of it. It's hard. Did you get the instrumental version? What, what happened? This is 46 seconds in. Here we go. And coming at you. Get to the hook, just go You're to six zero minutes hook? and 20 seconds. And now- Accidentally, he remember he's the one that said my gun's not loaded. Oh, we, we had the story the other day. That. Oh, that's right. Okay, hey guys and gals, <laughs> listening to Monday's right. podcast. Ooh. Who likes pizza? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey guys and gals, listening to Monday's podcast, and I heard Riz is going to be in Springfield. Make sure you stop by Darcy's Pint and get yourself a Nashville hot chicken horseshoe. Oh yeah, I'm going to be in Springfield Ooh. Ill. In Springfield Ill, uh, the game changer. Place. It's going to make horseshoe. you. It's going to make you want to drive just you know for that. Springfield Ill is the horseshoe? Yes, this is that's Darcy's Pine is in Springfield, Illinois. I have been there. It is the purportedly the home and original birthplace of the Open Face Horseshoe. Oh, so is that a thing? Let me see so my timing. Get the, get the Nashville so Hot Chicken okay, Horseshoe, so it says, emailer. Let me see my timing here. So Saturday. Yes. Okay. Carry the, boy, the one. Uh, the boys got a game at 515. So I gotta be there probably an hour before. So what time do I gotta leave? What I don't know. Hour. Springfield's. You have about apps that will tell you that. Hour and some change, maybe. An hour and some change? I thought that was two hours. I mean, I'm trying it's to like think from Wildwood. I don't know. Quarter, right? Yo, know, Waze has um, you know, you no, can, you can yeah. add the stop no, and it'll tell you when to leave and do all that. And you just add the stop, say Nashville. I just want to be safe. Chicken. No, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll just. Maybe we'll go for dinner. Hmm. Yummy. So the game's at 5.15, probably done by 6.45, out of the rink by 7.30. He's a get, a horseshoe, get a horseshoe in me. And there then, you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of things in you, wait till I go to the next email. Uh, she's point. All right. I'll probably leave at like 1.30, just to be safe. Yeah. Dang. Well, that's too early, you think? No, I'm, I just, be there I'm looking at the Darcy's Pint menu, and these things are... <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's wow. too early. No, I'm looking at food. <laughs> so Darcy's pint. All right, I'm coming it. in. Nashville hot chicken horseshoe. Get ready, Springfield. Oh, that looks so okay. Good. Referring to a show last week, I work at a small local hospital, and I have seen many things in butts. The usual stuff: TV remote, flashlight, vibrator, uh, vape device, lighter, beads, battery, baggies with fentanyl pills. What the hell's wrong with you guys? Syringes with heroin. Spoon, cigarettes, the, quote, how did they do that, cell phone, mm. pool ball, money, yes, bills, two 50-milliliter Crown Royal bottles, hmm. uh, 
But the most unusual was two baggies of mushrooms and a folding pocket knife. Love the show. I mean, obviously, somebody trying to smuggle stuff into into jail. Mm -hmm. I thought there's a lot of people that have bad balance. <laughs> I fell on this folded pocket knife. Like, yeah, you're, next you're, to you're, the you're mushrooms. That's a smuggling into prison. Thing. Sure, probably. Uh, you think so? It's of course, yeah. But it's the, the cue balls or the vape pens and stuff like that. What are you doing? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, where are you, are you going with it? Where you're not allowed to take a pool ball? But when, but when, just jowing is not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> to the to the eight ball. <laughs> That is a magic eight ball. Like it's fine. Make sure you knock before you come in. Maddie's playing billiards. Uh, all right, next. Firstly, my daughter hated Wonka. This is in the entertainment reviews. Hey, fellas and learn. Listening to the list for top sci-fi movies, and Rafe nailed it with Ice Pirates. It's the essential 80s sci-fi movie. Plus, it's Ron Perlman's first major movie, a must-watch. I mean, pirates, robots, spaceships, action, and space herpes. It's not going to win any Space awards, oh, but it's yeah. a good, good, fun sci-fi movie. All in all, I agree with your list, although as a kid, I hated Close Encounters. I have a new appreciation for it. Blade Runner is by far my number one. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. Three out of five stars. Rotten Tomatoes. Ice Pirates was like the OG Ice Pirates. Uh, parody movie, kind of. Because the Space Herpy. 1984. Herpes, the Space Herpy was essentially a, the alien. Seventeen percent on the tomato meter. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Maybe they just didn't get it. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't always get it right. Uh, so I'll tell you what. So in entertainment reviews, I finished that American Nightmare. Oh yeah, thing last night. Holy smokes! Okay, remember yesterday? I was like, I don't know if I'm being had by her or him or the documentary makers. Definitely by the documentary makers because they do a good job of kind of pointing out that these are somewhat. Weird people. They do a but, good job of straight. That, well, that they want you to stay through three episodes. Exactly, and they make it and they make it worth three episodes. And I'll tell you what, shame, 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 on that police department. Yeah, but don't give anything away. Don't on that, give anything more on away. the FBI agent. I mean, like it just goes to show the you the whole thing is just that ridiculous. The, the people with access to like you know authority and all that kind of stuff, they can really go out of their In the way wrong hands to make yeah. you but, look a fool. But again, so yes. But there is a, a law enforcement officer that is the hero of it as well. Yes. An unlikely hero. An unlikely hero. And without that person, oh my gosh. Learn, you got to watch it. I what know. a nightmare. True nightmare. It's, a quick, it's, a, quick, it's it, a quick watch. It's a true nightmare. And it makes you horribly sad. Um, so definitely watch it. Definitely right. watch it. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> cool. sounds cool. All right, one more. All right, let's see. Well, you know, we were talking about throwing away DVDs and all that. Here's one that says, Hey, fellas, I was listening to the podcast about the importance of physical media, and I wanted to weigh in. My husband and I are currently trying to build up our DVD uh, collection for several reasons. We have a DVD player in the car for the kids for road trips. Okay, so that's number one. I think we actually mentioned that, too. That's a good reason. Movies are constantly leaving streaming, being added, and leaving again. It's very annoying. We canceled Netflix to save on cost, and we've considered canceling other streaming services as well. And, of course, there's the apocalypse to consider. We like to scour thrift stores and $5 movie bins at Walmarts for uh, for affordable ones. If Best Buy puts all their DVDs on sale, I'm all over that. Love the show. Have a great day, Stephanie. And when I was reading this email, man, it made me think, um, I do have, like, a nice stash of DVDs. And sure enough, I went down the day after we got this email, and I, and I found an extra bin that I didn't even realize was there. So I have two bins of DVDs, and I went through them, found some of my favorites that I haven't thought of in a while, and went to my uh, Apple TV and Netflix and all that, and I searched to see if they were available. None of them were available. Hmm. So they do have a purpose. Dang. There you go. So like what movie? 
Uh, well, Green Street Hooligans was yes, one, and I know one. everybody emailed me and said that uh, it's on, that's YouTube. on YouTube, but I don't. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, it's on YouTube, but it's they flip it's, it backwards. It's like a, yeah, it's like a rich and version. it's not. In a way, you had to chop it so you missed some of the side stuff. <laughs> it's, pir- it's terrible. So it's pirated version. Right. But I showed my wife. That's the only version I could find. So that's what we watched, and it still helps. So it's holds a pirated up. version. Right. Yeah. What it's was still the other good one? even that way? But it's there was another right one there. that I found that you would think would be on uh, on streaming, and it wasn't. It was another '90s movie, and it got me thinking. Like, I wonder why some of these aren't available, or and and I'm sure some of it is studio disputes or ownership or whatever. Yeah. But then some of them, I I think it's because it like didn't hold up. Politically correct style, mm. maybe. I don't know. I that don't know. It, it got, it got no, me thinking and wondering. Who, I don't know how that stuff happens. There's a lot of politics involved as far as studios and streamers and. Well, and, and interest in watching it, I guess. So some of the ones that I have that I, you know, like, I don't even like Cry Baby from John Waters. I'm sure that's somewhere, but like that's a movie that like is kind of a cult classic that maybe not a lot of people have know about or have what seen. What a great movie! It's a great movie. Um, <clears throat> All John. Is that it, Tracy Lords is in that? Tracy Lords yeah. is in it. Johnny Depp has never looked more gorgeous. But yet, you know, I don't know if people would get into Cry Baby as much as they used to. So I kept that on DVD just in case. It's a great movie. Cry Baby. Dude. Iggy Pops in it, dude. Taking a that's bath right. in a, a, movie. a trash can. <laughs> so, so I've been to, uh, I don't know, four or five high school basketball games a week. And every time I'm there, First of all, it's exciting. I'm watching JV basketball. And I don't even have a kid playing, and I am like into it. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm cheering. Sometimes I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting kind of sweaty. I'm like, yeah, you know. I mean, it's it's intense. And what what do I think of? What do you think I think of every Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf every time. And I always forget to look it up when I'm at home. But there's a couple things in there if you remember that don't live very well. Yeah. Oh yeah, like somebody brought up in the chat, Blazing Saddles. Politically Blazing correct, Saddles, it holds but up. a classic. It holds up. Yeah, but that's yeah. on I don't think that's it's, on Netflix. It's satire. That was designed. Uh, I don't think the politically incorrect or correct is a thing. People that say that's yeah. politically incorrect don't understand the satire of it. Yeah, no, true. They do. Or who wrote it? Is has anybody yes, seen Richard Pryor wrote it? You jerks. Has anybody seen Teen Wolf available? I've seen Teen Wolf two with Bateman. I've seen Teen Wolf recently. I don't remember what it was on, on the streamer. But- well, I know the movie. Um, you know the new movie that's from the MTV show and all that. I know that that's yeah. like. Going around, but like I want to watch the OG. I want to show the kids. I'm gonna the old, look when I get win home. In the end, that montage is the most thrilling thing I'll ever, look, and that's I'll how I feel every time I'm watching JV basketball. That's what yeah, I, I played at a high level at the, on Teen Wolf. Yeah, man, the dragons and the beavers. <laughs> and I do have some good news: Green Street Hooligans. There's actually a very good version right now on YouTube. All right, good. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's we, awesome. We got to take a break. Pseudo show traffic and weather. Somebody said from Wildwood to Springfield, it's exactly two hours. Thank you, Mike. Ray was gonna have me show up late. <laughs> I said I didn't know from Wildwood. I don't. Oh, I was I, going. I don't. I don't contact Ways. I contact Rafe. Well, that's your first mistake, I guess. Ray's. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I know how long it is from the city. And with my aggressive driving, it is one hour. <laughs> And the boys' team is in the third period to show up. Hey, this is TJ Miller from the Emoji Movie, the star of the Emoji Movie, and you're listening to the Party Emoji, the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. (laughs) Uh, Be careful out there. We all know how you like to to party. Boy, a weird story out of uh, Kansas City. I don't know if you guys saw this. Days after watching a, a Chiefs game, three men found dead in their friend's backyard. Whoa. 
and they said the friend had no idea the guys were back there, dead. What? Yeah. So, so listen to this. So, yeah. so the guy who who the guy who rents the property claims he had nothing to do with the three dead men. The guy's lawyer says his client is unaware of how his friends died and is anxiously awaiting the results of the autopsy and toxicology report. So the three friends came over to this guy's house on January 7th after the Chiefs game against the Chargers. Mm -hmm. So it was a Chiefs-Chargers game. The last time he saw his buddies was when they left the house and he went to bed. The lawyer says he was unaware that the friends and family were trying to locate them prior to being contacted by the police. Two days later, a woman went searching for a fiancé, found a body on the guy's porch. His back porch. His back porch. Mm. But the thing that was weird is their cars <clears throat> were parked out front. Right? The whole thing is weird. Yeah. Kansas City Police Department said that after responding to, uh, to the fiancé's call, they discovered other bodies. Quote, upon further investigation, officers located two other dead bodies in the backyard. No foul play was suspected. The cause of death will be determined by the medical examiner and then an investigation by them is underway. Hmm. The guy was renting the house, uh, I guess, known the, the friends for over 20 years. He's all Sad. busted up. Man. Yeah, the three guys dead Such in the backyard and the, and the guy who, whose house it was. Had no idea. Yeah. One of the guys has three kids, I think. And Yeah, did you see? So you saw the story, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. My wife was telling me about it. No night. other details, right? Not much. It's very confusing. And I guess the story's changed a few times from various people, so they're not sure what's going on. And Because there's a fifth friend that he left before everyone else did. Well, and the something. police are saying no foul play, but three like no grown drugs? men. Well, that's they don't know drugs. Toxicology reports. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, I almost feel like maybe it was three guys getting into the same stuff and maybe there was fentanyl in it. Uh, yeah, that's what, because there's, oh, according man. to one of the things, one of the folks involved is their drug dealer, that he's the guy that always somehow gets the drugs for him. Hmm. And so I bet they were smoking weed with something yeah. extra in it. That's really sad. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, what a bummer. All right, let's do uh, sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. Sports brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Play, stay, dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. Braden Shen scored the game-winning goal for the Blues with three minutes and six seconds left in overtime. Here is the call. Check it out. All right, here's the call from one and only John Kelly. Late goal to give up, but the Blues still have a... And here comes Elias Patterson. He runs out of real estate. Here we go. Great job by Shen. And now Lenny with the Blues into the zone. Lenny waiting. Looks in front, but everybody's yeah, coming. coming. But he's still with it. For Shan, wide open. And he scores! Shan, the winner! In overtime! What a win by the Blues! There we go. Excitement. Yeah, yeah they yeah. beat the high-flying Canucks 4-3. to three. Jake Neighbors, Pavel uh, Buchnevich, and uh, Alexei Torpchenko scored for the Blues, who swept a back-to-back -back uh, set for the second time this season. Joel Hofer made 29 saves. They play Seattle tomorrow. Jim Harbaugh is leaving the University of Michigan to coach the L.A. Chargers. Uh, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. 
quote the Chargers posted to uh, X on Wednesday. Jim Harbaugh is football personified, and I can think of no be- no one better to lead the Chargers forward. That is what Chargers owner and chairman Dean Spano said in a statement. Well, the original tweet they put out was, uh, you know, when they elect the new pope, the white smoke the white smoke comes out of the <laughs> chimney. That would they they put that up there with no other no context or anything, yeah. just that. <laughs> That's always funny. Uh, so Jim is uh, 60 years old. He's going to make his return to the NFL after a nine-year stint with his alma mater, uh, where he took the Wolverines to the school's first national championship since 97. Uh, the deal between Harbaugh and the Chargers uh, is for five years, according to reports. Harbaugh, is uh, he has a prior relationship with the, with the Chargers. He played quarterback for the Bolts back in 99-2000. Uh, Harbaugh has not hidden his interest in a possible return to the NFL. Uh, his brother, John, is a longtime coach of the Ravens. He beat Jim's 49ers in Super Bowl uh, right after, what was it, was it 2012? Uh, do you remember what they called that? That was the Harbaugh. <laughs> that was the two brothers on the opposite ends of the, the field, the Harbaugh. Uh, just so you know, he, he, last Super year he, he was interviewing interviewing with the Vikings, the Broncos, and the Panthers. So he's been looking to get back here. I know the Falcons had had really expressed interest in, yeah. in Harbaugh. And that, he was supposed to go for a second interview, but it never happened. So for the first time ever, an NFL playoff game was offered exclusively on a streaming platform. It made everybody really happy. <laughs> Just kidding. Remember the Dolphins and Chiefs? Uh, they could only be nationally seen on Peacock. People were upset, but the data really worked. New data shows that plenty of folks did sign up to watch the game. They had a huge viewership, and NBC Universal said the streamers saw 2.8 million brand new signups during that weekend for the game. Uh, only time will tell if people stick around with that subscription. Hey, speaking of speaking of ratings, I saw this this morning in stltoday.com. Um, so the Rams move out of town. We're all pissed off at the NFL. Are we watching? Are we watching NFL games? How are we how are we doing in terms of watching playoff games? I think we are. Very are we watching the games? Watching the Chiefs specifically? Yeah. We are the third biggest market, or the third biggest market watching the Chiefs game in the country this past Sunday. Who's second? Spring. It was buff. Well, as far as viewership <laughs> for the last game, oh, the oh, Buffalo oh, I see. Chiefs I see what you're game. Saying. Okay. As far as viewership goes, it was Buffalo, Kansas City, and then St. Louis. So we yeah. were number one outside of outside of home team. Outside That's, of the home team. Good. So everybody Dang. that made that decision to leave is looking pretty good. Uh, well, and and who was responsible for the Rams leaving? It was Jerry Jones, was one, and so was the owner of the Chiefs. Yeah. Really. Who they say was looking to lock in? Hey. The Chiefs and Missouri's team. Yep. The Hunt family? I've never heard Lamar Hunt involved with that. Um, Whatever. They had a vote. It got voted down. Jerry Jones asked to reconvene a private meeting between owners, and then Jerry Jones talked. They flipped the vote. Here's what Dan Caesar on uh, on STL Today says. We also know that Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, who supported the move, and Kansas City Chiefs owner Clark Hunt, who was in favor of it so his team would control Missouri, have been targets of a, of a of a lesser amount of vitriol in the Gateway City. You serious, Clark? Clark Hunt. Travis Kelsey did not throw up hard hands for Taylor Swift after scoring a touchdown during the Bills-Chiefs game. Here he is with his brother on their New Heights podcast explaining who he was actually making the heart, uh, you know. Hard hands to. Hard hands to. All right. 
the celebration went wild by you with the uh, little heart. Had to spread the love, baby. There was a lot of hate pulling up to that stadium, man. Like, it's a football game. It's, it's supposed to be. a football game. The Bills yeah. coming into their house. They want to make it rowdy. Did it get a little disrespectful? 1,000%. I get it. You know what I mean? Coming into a hostile environment. I respect yeah. it. I just wanted to make sure it knew it wasn't mutual. I don't hate you guys like you hate us. It's all love, baby. All love, baby. They hate us because they ain't us. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, <laughs> working it, working I it. I think that should be your new sign off. They hate us because they hate us. us. Right. One final it's not break. Ain't us, it's anus. anus. We'll come back, wrap it's up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Our wrap up is sponsored by Jack in the Box, Jack Wraps. A little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence only at Jack. All right, don't forget, uh, Tuesday is Riz Show Night at the Blues game. Mm-hmm. Still some tickets left. If you want to see out there, get that uh, Riz Show Night t-shirt. Uh, portion of the proceeds benefit Operation Food Search, 1057thepoint.com for all the details. And Riz Show Live tickets go on sale tomorrow. A whole new uncensored cluster F of the show, March 2nd pageant. Tickets officially on sale 10 a.m. tomorrow. Must be 21 or older. If you're a Team Riz member, check your inbox. Nothing's there from us. Keep refreshing. I have a feeling something may be coming over soon. Very soon. Very soon. Uh, Thanks to Yingling for uh, helping to present Riz Show Live. Moon, today's podcast is titled... Uh, Scott, what's it titled today? Today's podcast is titled, Clean Your Balls After Every Hole. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a lesson that could be taken... I mean, any any which way. It accompanies you through life in all sorts of situations. And that is something that you just probably... Yeah. Follow ho ho. Rules to live by. And that is a lesson worth learning. Yeah. Uh, all right, Moon. What uh, else? Can you feel the punk tonight? May 11th, two shows, 3 p.m., 8 p.m., uh, family friendly. Uh, although you don't have to have a fam- uh, family, you can come alone and it will be a blast. So make sure you get tickets, though. May 11th at the pageant. Can you feel the punk tonight? And a brand new story of the gear uh, episode drops today at 5 p.m. Make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel. Uh, learn. Uh, follow me on the socials, Learn Versus Radio. My band's playing out um, free places and places that it's going to co- cost you money. And you can follow it all. I just shared something. Uh, learn Versus Radio. Thanks. Uh, oh, Moon Monster Jam. That's right. I'm gonna Saturday, be at, pit party. I'm going to be at the pit party 2.30. The show starts at 7. They're doing Monster Jam on Saturday and Sunday. This is a super fun family event. My whole family is coming. Like, I'm bringing the whole group. It is a yearly tradition for us. So come visit. If you're going, down, cool. the, if you're going down to the pit party or you were thinking about it, make sure you do. Come by, come by say hello. We're going to have a whole bunch of uh, point giveaways as well. It's on the dirt with the trucks, talking to the drivers. Rafe. Get you in one of them trucks, man. I know. Yeah. Say hi to Corey Ramo for uh, me. Oh, yeah. Follow me for wholesome family content on Instagram at IamRafeWilliams.com on Instagram. Oh, your buddy's stopping by tomorrow. Yeah, Ryan Beck is stopping by tomorrow, who is a very funny dude uh, from St. Louis, native St. Louisan, uh, moved to New York, very successful comic, and he's coming back. He'll be hitting at 8 o'clock, I think, tomorrow. Yeah, Funny Bone this weekend? He's a St. Charles Funny Bone this weekend. All and right. then, uh, yeah, check out Don't Tell Comedy site. There's a secret show Saturday night. With secret headliners, so if you're not doing anything, check that out too. Scott, awesome. yeah, follow me on socials at King Scott Rules and help me become the first person to have over a million followers on Venmo, and uh, it's only a dollar follow, so it's a very fun uh, thing to achieve here. Let's try it. All right, uh, don't forget uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. Vote for that via Twitter at Rizz Show. If you missed learn reading any of the ads, three brand new ones. Go back to the podcast and listen. Friday fail stories tomorrow. Rafe's e memoriam will. Give out the rest of our prizes. 
good, easy Friday easy. tomorrow. Anything else? No. All right. We leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots. St. Louis is home for blues hockey. From St. Louis, Lauren Schollmeyer is our teamers. Yeah, yeah. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.